Well, hey there. Welcome to the show. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays, Hanukkah. What else do people celebrate this time of year? I don't know. I'm out of touch with what the kids are celebrating. Look, this is a Christmas episode. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy times. Today we are doing the 15 guests of Christmas. And I will be having quick chats with a whole bunch of people to uh, wish them a Merry Christmas and play some music. So let's get around to doing that. I am in a bit of a hurry because we are about to have a bizarre weather event happen over top of us. And I need to put this episode out before that happens. And I hope I can. We're about to get a weather bomb because two storms are colliding into each other, which means right now we're just going to get a lot of snowfall. Then later today, it's going to turn into rain. And then later, it's going to flash freeze that rain. And then we're going to get 90 mile an hour winds or something. So it's like a whole bunch of things happening at once. And every single one of those elements is the kind of thing that uh, cuts the power. All right. Because when it fucking rains and freezes, it fucks up the wires. And then like that usually cuts the power. High winds cut the power when trees start getting thrown around. So the point is this. It's Christmas time. Merry Christmas to you. Let's listen to a song and then we're going to get right into chatting with all the people and we're going to have a good time and hopefully I can edit this thing and put it out before the weather bomb. Of course, I shouldn't make jokes because what happens if I upload the show and then all of a sudden some tree just comes flying through my window and I just get impaled. Let's listen to this track from Glenn Maine. I did message Glenn because I was like, hey, you should come on the show. And then he said he was in Thailand, but then he said, hey, I'd love to come on. And I didn't message him back because... I ended up uh, recording more of these conversations than I thought I was going to, and I got overwhelmed. So how about this? In lieu of chatting with Glenn, we will listen to a Glenn main track. And of course, just like previous Christmas episodes, uh, the background music you're listening to is all from uh, Glenn Main's album, Christmatronic, because it's nice to have that Christmassy stuff in the background. Man, gets you in the mood. So uh, look, this song is uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, a very, very Merry Christmas to the kings of the Pattersons. We're talking about Chris Dance. We're talking about Mystery Donor. I want to do a shout out to Dennis LaFunk. Merry Christmas to you and a very Merry Christmas to Mike Shima. Mike Shima, I hope Santa brings you a... (laughs) I shouldn't start sentences. I can't finish. Uh, Listen, you're a cool guy. Now let's listen to this. This is Glenn Maine with Lost in Spain.
And that was Lost in Spain by Glenn Maine. That's a cool song. It was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very merry, merry Christmas to Mike Erdahl with the 5666. And a very merry Christmas to Brandon Decker and Tim Carlton in the $50 Club. Merry Christmas to Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend. And Merry Christmas to Dinner Dog, my dinner dog friend. All right, so let's uh, get this thing started. And we are going to go check chat with Phaserland. All right, well, look, I'm here right now with Phaserland, a.k.a. Mr. Ooh. Ross Trinkus. Hello, world. Hello. What's going on? How are you today? I'm fantastic. Yeah? Have you been Have you been hitting the sauce? Just the holiday sauce, a little vino. Mmm. For baby Gino. Every... <laughs> Is that your new catchphrase? No, no, just a little wine. Is this? It's it's the the cooler weather up here. It, it, I don't know. I just I get into wine, like red wine drinking. I just don't drink a lot in the summer, but once it gets, it drops down to thirty two. Is this a new phase? I feel like the past few times I've uh, <laughs> chatted with you, there's like wine involved. No, it could be a seasonal thing, Andy. I don't know. My girlfriend took me out to her work uh, dinner. It was really nice. Mm. Yeah. I, had the, the red wine at the table and it was, it was really good and like you know i'm kind of into this again it, it ebbs and flows i guess does she work at a winery no 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 she it's like a like an optometry place and they had like a holiday event did they do it at the place where you like sit there and like drink wine <laughs> and then test your eyesight no, it was, and see how fucking Andy, it was it a holiday party <laughs> well no yeah no it's uh it was a holiday party and uh it was very nice and they had salmon it was delicious hmm. but uh it's a cool new job for her but i'm very happy for her well me too man oh we should tell people mm-hmm. we did play a track uh from your album a few weeks ago but you have a new album out it's called decipher yes yes Thank you. Yeah, I'm quite happy with the way that turned out. I had some a nice feature on that from System Glow, mm. my good buddy Michael Shadow, and um, just a nice collection of tunes I put together from started last year and kind of harnessed it all, put it together in a little package. I think it's, you know, from point A to point B, it's kind of an experience, and yeah, I'm quite happy with the way it turned out. I like it. I like it. Well, it's got a cool sound, man. Like, uh, when it was uh, playing in the background there, there was a bunch of tracks that... And it's, it's sort of kind of different for Phaserland because some of the tracks are a bit darker and they have a bit more like kind of complex sort of bass lines. And I'd be like, well, this song's fucking cool. And I turned and I checked it out and I'm like, oh, it's Phaserland. So I dig oh, it. sweet. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say it's a, a bit darker and especially the first three tracks are a little more like a higher tempo, but it's got a little more energy in it. Yeah, like Cybernate and Decipher. Those are some fucking cool ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mysterious exosphere, mm. you know? <laughs> which is which is a layer. Uh, exosphere is the layer of uh, the outermost layer of the atmosphere before it hits space. So something can have this outer layer of something you don't even know. It's just so far away, but it's still connected to you in a way. I thought that was interesting how something could have that with them. Were you like uh, learning about space things this year? I mean, I went to a few <laughs> like planetarium shows and things like that. But I, I always get into that. I love uh, space. Is so cool. <laughs> space. space is cool man and then you start googling and watching youtube videos and anyway that's the name came from but thank you yeah I, i'm uh i'm happy with that with that tune and it's been about a year since i released something the last one was the heart plaza the full lp before that and it was just due to release i guess it's an ep but some people call it an album but well it's got a lot of songs yeah 
Yeah, a few interludes. I like throwing in an interlude in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. It cleanses the palate. You throw in it like a nice, it's a minute long thing. And sometimes these little beautiful moments happen. I'm like, man, that's really great, but it doesn't need to be a whole song. But I want somebody to to feel that or experience it. So I I throw it in. How do you like to cleanse the palate in between all this wine you're drinking? (laughs) Crackers? Uh, Air? Oh, yeah. Ice cubes. Ice cube. No, I upstairs in the studio. So, but yeah, normally maybe a little some pistachios. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> this is good stuff. I like uh, recording with people and going. All right, we're only going to record for like six minutes and then uh, <laughs> sidetrack it and talk about nuts. Ah, nuts. That's all right. It's it's the Christmas season, so I've been I'm I'm asking everybody today to name me a favorite Christmas movie. So what you got? I will not be embarrassed because it's so cliche but i mean i honestly love watching home alone every season but uh there's things like the garfield little animated special and um the other claymation one with rudolph you know and uh national lampoon's christmas vacation i mean these are all like the staples that everybody watches that so i don't have anything clever unique or like some deep dive of the stuff i like to watch and and if the, the lady likes she you know watching those cheesy like romantic ones like on the homer channel oh, yeah. <laughs> Carol, like, oh man! My wife would always be watching those, and I always thought, like, do these all have like the same plot? Like every time there's some dude, it always turns out to be like Santa Claus's like nephew. You know, there'll be like this moment at the end where like magic is real, and like the old man that works at the shop is Santa Claus. Yes, and he like got the two together, and they they crank them out too. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's a, can- a Canadian thing, I guess. Because like, I'm like, man, <laughs> yeah. that house just looks the it looks like the other house, but like you know, and, and they probably probably have the same decoration like truck that they haul in, and they <laughs> those are the same decorations from the other movie. Yeah, I bet you anything it is just like permutations of the same set. Exactly. Like they probably have the same yeah, exactly. town square and then just keep town like square, put the yep. lamps over here. You're the baker. And, yeah. I'm opening up the cupcake shop and you're going to move here to the country because my sugar cookies are that good. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I always like it. Anytime there's, you know, that, that hotshot reporter that, you know, she's got to move to the country for whatever reason and then ends up falling for some like small town guy who turns out to be Santa Claus's nephew or whatever. And then he takes over yeah. the business. <laughs> right. Anyway, so those are fun to watch. Too. I mean, here and there, sprinkle it in. Okay. I've never seen the Garfield one. Yeah, it's nice. It's heartwarming. They go to uh, the country to visit Mr. Arbuckle's parents and Doc Boy's there living with them. Which, it, which, which, you know, then it was, uh, oh my God, what's an adult living with their parents? But now it's like, you know, into this economy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> Doc Boy. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. <laughs> What are, what are my favorite? I, I don't even. I should think about this so I can answer this question myself. Yeah, Andy. What are your some of your favorites? Batman Returns, Gremlins, mm-hmm. Die Hard One and Two, Edward Scissorhands isn't really a Christmas, but it has snow at the end, so I, I associate like snow things uh, with Christmas yeah. things. Yeah, Gremlins. That's uh, my girlfriend needs to watch that every year. So and I haven't seen it in I don't know maybe like five or six. So I'm I'm what's on the list? Yeah, man. Gremlins is awesome. Yeah. So we. Got- <laughs> Now that that's settled, mm. uh, I'm going to hang up on you. Okay. So I want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. You're a cool guy, and maybe we'll be uh, we'll talking to you in the new year and uh, and see what's up. Are you working on some new tunes? Well, because I was on hold a little bit, you know, we were like getting things ready, so I just had the keyboard here, and I started making kind of like this Weather Channel sounding track. I think that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll release at least like a Weather Channel EP. 
Hey man, sounds good to me. Call it like weather weather permitted or something. If I can ever fucking get high speed internet where I live, because they're still fucking digging up those cables. Now it's snowing here, so they, this is literally probably going to halt the work until spring. Damn. Um, you make a weather channel uh, album, and then once I start live streaming, I'll do weather reports. I'll get like a green screen set oh, up and like awesome. actually do like real weather reports. <laughs> it would be amazing. It would be amazing. I get into that stuff. Like, there's YouTube uh, playlists of the guy. I think his name's Alan Scammell or something. And he wrote a huge chunk of those tracks, like in the 90s. That you like, I'm like, I know that jam. Like, I used to, you know, <laughs> in the summer, you hear the storm would be coming on. Like, I'm kind of freaked out. Tornadoes kind of, it might be coming, but this is a groovy jam right here i love referring to them as jams <laughs> yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah because they're yeah they're like a minute and a half little they're like little library pieces and i could keep going on about library music so i'll stop and wish you a merry christmas yeah. as you go so listen man all the best to you and yours you and your uh, your lovely optometrist girlfriend you go watch some christmas movie merry christmas to you let's play a track from the album what song should we listen to oh pastel fire is pretty good or uh decipher well how about this we played pastel fire like a few weeks ago so how about oh that's right let's play some decipher all right cool man so listen merry christmas to you mr phaserland you're a cool guy you're a cool guy too andy thank you and we'll see you real soon yeah how about that and we and uh and uh yeah man just uh what am I doing? Like, I've said goodbye like eight times. Listen, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Now we're going to listen to this. This is Phaserland with Decipher.
All right, and that was Decipher by Phaserland. Yeah, it was fun chatting with him. And, of course, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Retro Serenade with a 41 We heard from him this year, and he told that story about Florence, and that turned out into a, a funny little bit. So that was awesome. And uh, Merry Christmas to uh, the people in the Kroner Club. We're talking about Emil. We're talking about Hampus ML. Hey, and Glenn Maine. We just uh, heard a track from him. So Merry Christmas to you. And now let's go chat with Iverson. All right. Well, I'm here right now with Iverson or half of Iverson, Josh Iverson, right? Yes, yes, yes. Johnny's the other one, but he is uh, currently teaching because he has a grown-up job and i don't well look it's christmas time all right it's the christmas season are you excited about christmas very very much so actually this year the last the last couple um have been completely mullered by um covid and various lockdowns which is kind of compounded by well my birthday is is the 15th of december so essentially the last couple years have been awful for both birthday and christmas so this is the first time where i'm going to be able to see my whole family even like my um siblings who live out in the states are coming over so it's going to be uh I'm, i am looking forward to this year hey a happy bladed birthday oh thank you very much thank you um 27 so now i even need to write my seminal piece or die yeah. um <laughs> i was just about to like should i make that joke because it's a really inappropriate joke just like this is the year you kill yourself no don't worry that my my uh my little brother already dropped that on my birthday so uh <laughs> um, he beat me to it and you please as well. Uh, for the love of Christ, don't kill yourself, or else this episode will age very poorly. Well, I don't plan on it, so uh, if I end up with, you know, the worst case of suicide you've ever seen with two uh, two holes in the back of my head, just know uh, yeah. I, 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 don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything of any any import or, uh, or worth, um, <laughs> but they may have got to me, it's so. It's like it's a, it's a pure suicide. He hung himself and shot himself and uh, thrown off a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> after he shot himself. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. To be honest, it doesn't have to be suicide. It could be like the best thing I could I could put out an album that actually uh, is career defining. That's that's what Sergeant Pepper's was. They're all twenty seven when Sergeant Pepper's was released. Uh, that's the only example I have of that. It would be cool if I could bolster it with a few more. <laughs> But to be honest, um, we're now kind of writing with a whole band now, Ooh. and we are we are working on new stuff for next year. We're excited to show people, so maybe maybe that's where we get our break. I don't know. Well, I was meaning to have you guys come back on this season because you haven't been on for several years, and you came up with that album House Plants, which was a really good album. And I was like, oh, I got to have them back on, and and then uh, never got around to it. So now you've got to fit what we would have talked about into about seven minutes. Okay. Just in case your bandmates go like, wow, you took this ten minutes and like three minutes was about suicide. So (laughs) let's talk about the album. People should go check it out first of all. What's the web address? Well, there's no web address. Uh, Just uh, on uh, wherever you get your music streaming, type in Iverson, I-V-E-R-S-E-N, and hopefully we pop up. It's our first full-length album. It's slightly more orientated towards um, kind of, I guess, rock 
with a 80s bite to it but it's got elements of of all sorts of 80s artists that we um take inspiration from i mean massively for me on this one was peter gabriel who um i think is probably one of the the best people ever to write music but then there's also elements of uh zap and roger depeche mode and even like some ebm and nine inch nails uh early nine inch nails um yeah we really kind of threw everything at the wall and churned out a okay album <laughs> it's good like it was, it was a good album man like it uh it was good I uh, see Andy Andy uh, you'll never get me saying anything good about my myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call it a character flaw call it humility but uh I'm happy with it do your glasses require that much magnification yeah I'm plus 10 although actually no I used to be plus 11 now on my last uh, tell a lie on my last optician visit I um, am a plus 9 which is still very very uh, long sighted but um, I am quote unquote improving Ooh, so uh, I'm happy with that you're like a superman does that actually happen eyes can get better yeah I mean I'm kind of expecting to kind of ha- get 20-20 vision by the time I'm 50 and then um, <laughs> it'll quickly go the other way like I'll have this sweet spot of being able to walk around without glasses for like a day and then suddenly it'll, it'll just kind of get blurry and blurry until uh, I get to 80 and I'm minus 10 or something. Well, that's a very hopeful worldview. I like it. Well, uh, you know, I try to be positive. I try to <laughs> look at the world through my glasses with the hope that I maybe one day won't have to look through the glasses. Well, listen, man, speaking of looking at stuff, I've been asking uh, all my guests today to tell me uh, their, their favorite Christmas movie or a favorite Christmas movie. Okay, so if we're... This has multiple answers, but if you're looking for the purist, it's got to be Home Alone 2, Escape from New York. That is just, like, the standard film that I I will be upset if that doesn't come on over Christmas. But then there's also Muppets Christmas Carol. Those two films have to be played on Christmas Day. I'm quite ritualistic. I, I, I like to have traditions, if you will, and there's quite a lot of films that have to be watched within, like, Christmas Eve to Boxing Day, and if they're not, then um, I get worried that certain things will happen to me, like bad things. <laughs> By the way, Muppets Christmas Carol needs to be watched at the beginning of the day, just after stockings are open, and just after mimosas, but before Christmas lunch. Home Alone 2 can come on after Christmas lunch, preferably before presents are open but can be watched while opening presents never after cold cuts and nibbles in the evening i'm gonna write all this down and then in the evening that's where you can kind of have your wild card maybe a film that's not particularly christmasy but is played a lot around christmas so you've got your paddingtons your um shreks and then you kind of write into mrs brown's boys christmas special you know I'm joking. I don't watch that show. It's it's not good. One thing I always found weird about that Mrs. Brown's boys, they say feck a lot in these Irish comedies, mm. and it's so close to fuck that I don't get how they get away with it. And I don't know if saying feck is considered fuck, and it is still, like, has to be shown after, like, 9 p.m., because, like, if you're saying a sentence really quickly and go, like, and he's feckin' gone off to the... <laughs> it's, it's basically fucking, like, you know. Yeah, but that is what it is. It is a... It's a terrific loophole. But it's so close. A fecking terrific loop. Well, yeah, but so is um, you know, mother ducking. I've I've heard that on before the watershed. Mother ducking? Or certain people using like an explicit beep, but pretty much just to block out the center of the word. So you hear the F and the 
Yes, yes. Like, there's all these different ways that you can say these things before nine, <laughs> and feck is quite an elegant way of doing that. Uh, it's, it's it's cheating to me. Anyways, we gotta go. I gotta hang up on you now. Okay, that's fine. But... <laughs> I just got in from work. I was looking for a little chat, a little debrief. Well, like, we got a little debrief there. It was a ten minutes, right? <laughs> that's good. But look, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. I hope you have a, a lovely holiday. And I hope you had a good birthday and uh, that the new year brings you a bounty of creativity in your future endeavors. Thank you. I hope it does the same for you. Give me an Iverson song we should listen to. If you want to get a general idea of the album that we were earlier talking about, I would just listen to the title track and do with it what you will. It's Houseplants, Off Houseplants by Iverson. Well, I love listening to the titular track. So you and your your bandmates have a Merry Christmas. And now uh, let's listen to this, man. This is Houseplants by Iverson.
right, and that was House Plants by Iverson. It was good catching up with him. I haven't talked to uh, those guys in a while. It's a, it's a good album. You should go uh, check it out. And of course, it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Fiorim, Jacob Hafstrom, Marcus Nord, Matthias Johansson. And in the 2666 Club, a very Merry Christmas to Hugh Hefner. All right. So, let's go chat with somebody else. Who's next? Ooh, let's go catch up with Mecha Maiko. All right. Well, I'm here right now with Mecha Maiko, a.k.a. Haley. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. When's the last time we talked? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> back when we both lived in the same city, maybe? Mm, so it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it has. Okay, well, look. You got you got two minutes before I hang up on you, so let's do a very quick <laughs> catch-up. What has been going on? I know you put out a new album. I did. Yes, I put out an album that I worked on a little bit in the city, a little bit in the forest, and it's called Not Okay, and it's out with new Retrowave Records. So how would you describe this album? Because I listened to it, and it's sort of experimental. I'm su- I'm actually surprised that like they put it out on new Retrowave, because it's a pretty experimental thing. Honestly, I was surprised, too. <laughs> it's very... like. It leans a lot into a more, like, 90s nostalgic sound. And, of course, it's just sort of all of my different musical influences oozing out. There's a little bit of kind of industrial vibes. There's some dance and housey vibes. And, um, yeah, it really runs the gamut. It's good. It's just I've seen certain reactions on, like, New Retrowave's channel before when artists, like, try stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm thinking back to like when Arcade High put out that one video and just the response was like crazy just because it wasn't, you know, some 80s lady in a song and a Ferrari, you know, like it's like sometimes some Synthwave fans have very specific ideas of what things should be. Yeah, I think the label definitely took a bit of a chance on me, but also like a chance on their listeners trying to see if they can kind of help broaden their horizons, maybe. So, um, yeah, it was kind of cool that. I got to be a guinea pig, but honestly, I think maybe Alex was a guinea pig with their last album. I'm always saying that I, I want artists to experiment and push the boundaries. I mean, like synthwave as a genre now is like, it's old, you know, if you consider like it's been going for this long time and there's a lot of stuff that sounds very samey. And so my policy is always supporting artists trying new things. Even if I don't love what they do, I'm always going to respect the experimentation. I would rather have someone come out with something and I go, ooh, this is kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> than someone to come out with something thing i'm just like bored you know what i mean yeah that's fair yeah for sure yeah i mean we don't we don't pick the genres they kind of just get thrown at us so if it's not synthwave that's that's honestly fine that should be a shirt see if new retrowave can sell that (laughs) if it's not synthwave that's fine (laughs) so what else is going on i saw some pictures of you djing yeah I'm doing that again. (laughs) So there's a new night in Toronto that just started up called Neon Nights. And it's every first Thursday of the month at Dundas Video, put on by ye old Neon Fox and company. And uh, yeah, they had me on for a night and I'm sure they'll be bringing other great synthwave and maybe not synthwave artists. So Mm. yeah, no, it's super great. 
Highly recommend. Awesome. Well, if I ever go back to the Toronto, maybe I'll I'll try and do it on that day. Yes, please do. Can you DJ? Maybe you can do a set. <laughs> I'd be fucking terrible. Uh, I, I like to leave that to the professionals. I have never considered myself a DJ, but some people will say that about me, and I'm like, am I a DJ? I mean, I guess I play music. Yeah, you're but a I, radio DJ, yes. But I, but I mostly just talk. I feel like the DJing part is like, because I don't mix songs together, right? I'm never doing that like matching BPMs, and I don't even, I don't even do the talking past the post thing, like you know, like in radio where they talk over like the first like thirty seconds of the, mm. the track and like hit the vocal part. Mm-hmm. I literally just play the songs start to finish, like. I don't overlap anything. Maybe the end. If there's like a long tail on a song, I might come in a few seconds before the tail is done. But like, I never talk over the intro. Okay, your 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 jockeying style's just a little different. <laughs> well, look, listen, it's Christmas time, and uh, and I'm going to ask everyone who who comes to to chat uh, a Christmas question. Okay, we'll do we'll do this rapid fire because I got to hang up on you in like two minutes. So. Christmas movie. A Christmas story. Did you watch the sequel? I actually have not. It's on one of the streaming services. Have you? Uh, my wife did. I haven't. She she liked it. Okay, sorry. This is supposed to be rapid fire. I'm, I'm screwing well, up <laughs> by asking follow-up questions. Well, you know, I'm, I'm bad at rapid fire. All right, so we got Christmas story. What is something good that happened to you this year? I got my organic master gardener certificate. What? <laughs> <laughs> Where is where do you get that from, and what is that? Oh, I mean, if you just pay for an online course, you can get yourself a little certificate. <laughs> Who issues those? Oh my god, you're gonna make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from Gaia <laughs> College out in BC. It's part of like a larger like organic master like horticulturalist program. Are you going to start selling supplements? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is, is, this, is this like an indoctrination thing to selling supplements? I don't know what Gaia College is, but it sounds like a supplement kind of place. Honestly, it's kind of funny because they do have like a store that they link you to that is totally <laughs> just for selling like garden supplements. So <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Your cucumbers need B12 and uh, turmeric. Yeah, probably. Well, all right. Well, not, not to, not to, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, discredit your... <laughs> discredit my accreditation? Yes. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thanks. What on earth are you going to do with that accreditation? <laughs> accreditation? 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 Accreditation. I think it's accreditation. Let's not... <laughs> hmm. I'm going to use it so that I can take better care of my garden. Well, that sounds awesome to me. Yeah, grow some more tomatoes, maybe... Grow some squash that don't instantly get eaten by raccoons. Well, if you just sprinkle a bunch of uh, cayenne pepper on them, right? Doesn't that scare the raccoons away or lemon or whatever? I mean, I've I've tried just about everything you can. I think I just need to build like a fence or a cage. Oh, you know what you could do? Uh, get a gun. Yes, that'll go over great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just build a potato launcher. Yeah, there you go. That's the Gaia way. You don't want to kill the animals. Yeah, organic. Be one with the world. Organic solutions. Yeah, potato launcher. Uh, this all sounds great. Well, listen, it was lovely catching up with you. People should go check out your album. It's called Not Okay. It's a new retro wave. Is that correct? That's correct. It's on their band camp. We got lots of vinyl produced here in Canada. Ooh. Yeah. 
It's a very Canadian affair, except for it being released by a Brooklyn label. But that's also good. We like Brooklyn. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, uh, well, listen, Merry Christmas to you. Um, how about we play a song from the album? That sounds great. Merry Christmas to you, Andy. And uh, yeah. And so uh, what song should we play? Well, I think we should play the titular track, Not Okay. I love titular tracks, and so that is exactly what we're going to do. So uh, it's been lovely chatting. Uh, have a have a great holiday, and uh, hope your your garden works out. And uh, we will talk to you in the new year. How about that? That sounds fantastic. All the best. Happy holidays. <laughs> I love how phony this got at the end. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's do it. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Now let's listen to this. This is uh, Mecca Maiko with Not Okay.
And that was Not Okay by Mecca Michaels. Good catching up with her. Of course, that song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas uh, to the cool people in the $25 Club. We're talking about a star apart, Alex Ellickson, Cargo Cult Luau, Johnny Five, Ken Juru, Mr. Magoo Samurai, and Neverman? Interesting. Because we gotta go catch up with Neverman right now. Alright, well I'm here right now with Neverman. How's it going, dude? All good here. Hello, everybody. So, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Do you have Yule Thompson over there? Yule Thompson, yes. He's, uh, <laughs> he comes each Christmas Eve, actually. Yule Thompson shows up. I love Yule Thompson. You do? Yeah. What kind of relation do you have to Yule Thompson? <laughs> well, I just love, uh, there's just something about that combination of sounds. It's just so funny to me. Just Yule Thompson. I think it's because, like, his last name is Thompson. <laughs> and so to me, it just sounds like the name Tom, like the English name Tom. So it sounds, you know, because I don't, I don't think anybody, no one's called Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Like, Santa isn't a name, and Claus. Is Claus an actual English last name? Uh, I don't know. German, maybe. <laughs> oh, you're right. No, but I, I know Claus is a first name, like with a K. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, actually. Wait, well, your fucking last name's fucking... Or do you have the O-N at the end, though? Yeah, exactly. I'm literally talking to a fucking Klausen. Exactly. Son of Klaus. <laughs> yeah. There was someone back in the day, we had the name Clauson with, with a K and... Not a U, and then someone in uh, in our family tried to fancy it up <laughs> and added a C and a U in there <laughs> and it became Clauson. I don't know why, <laughs> but someone decided that. So it's really funny that I'm having this conversation with you of all people who actually has Klaus in your last name. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a saint also, so uh, it fits perfectly. <laughs> so what's been going on since the last time I talked to you? Uh, I've been trying to do more music. <laughs> the day job is uh, taking a lot of time and uh, family and everything. So I'm thinking about starting up album number three soon. I've been working on some stuff with other people during the year, but it's not like my solo thing. It's more like collaborations and stuff. So we'll see. I've been hooking up with the Team Sweatwave guys and been doing some stuff with them. So um, hopefully we'll see something in 2023 where I'm featured on some of the songs. We'll see. But nothing's done since I can't finish things right now. I, I have a, I hit a wall <laughs> in some of my productions so um, we'll see I need people to work with I have a hard time making music by myself I need people around me to to do it what's going on are you are you going through a uh, what's it like a writer's block I don't know it's it's mostly not going to the studio <laughs> like <laughs> it, it sounds like I have this have the studio like a few miles away but it's actually just in the garage so so it's a few feet it's just yeah I don't know writer's block but I also know I need to sit down and work to make stuff happen you I, I don't get in inspired in that way you need to make music for a day to get inspired uh, if you know what i mean so uh, i need to put in the hours basically in the studio so uh, 
hopefully I can do that next year more. Well, that can be my, my Christmas wish for you is to get more time in the Neverman studio. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Listen, it's the Christmas season. I've been asking everybody for a... Uh, a favorite Christmas film. What, what do you got? Well, everyone's probably saying Die Hard, so I'm saying um, it's a Swedish movie, actually, that I try to watch <laughs> every year called uh, Selskapsresan. Uh, it's a Swedish <laughs> comedy. It's about people in the early 80s, I think, or late 70s going to Spain for vacation on Christmas. It belongs to, to Christmas here. Like, you, you need to watch it. Uh, it's the most famous comedy in Swedish, I think. What uh, what year was it made? 1980 or 79, I think. I'm going to go to the Internet Movie Database. Selskapsresan. Can you, yeah. can you spell Selskapsresan? Yeah, Selskap, <laughs> uh, that's uh, S-E-L-S-C-O-P. Selskap <laughs> Riesan, is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Try that. Did you say okay? So, cello scopper garg Julio. <laughs> what <laughs> is that? <laughs> Hold on. What's that? Nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> uh, no, this is Spanish. No, no. Teresa is a <laughs> nurse and does <laughs> not nice. have an easy life. Her husband plays poker, <laughs> and the father organizes the illegal lot among the sick. That is a weirdly translated... No. <laughs> Cello Scopra Gargiulio. Uh, okay, tell me how to spell it. Uh, S? Mm-hmm. And, and you know you have that A with the two dots above it? No, I don't. I'm just going to write a normal A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> two, two L's. Uh-huh. S-K-A-P-S-R... E-S-A-N. And, and, and then Eller Fins Det Svet Kafpa Grifsetten. <laughs> exactly. It's got yeah. Lass Berg in it and Lottie Egebrandt. Uh, yeah, that so- sounds like the... You, you see the poster yet? Hey, there's a part two. Yeah, there's a part three, four, five, and maybe six, I think. It's called <laughs> Snow Rollers, <laughs> Sals Capricin 2. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Click on this. Salsk Caprician Eller Fins Det Svetsk Kafpa Griffesten. Yeah. Swedes travel to the Canary Islands on a package trip. That's the... That's the... Yeah. There we go. We got John Skolman and Kim Anderson and Lottie Edgebrandt and Roland Jansen and Magnus Herrenstam and Ted Astrom and Weirin Holmberg. Yeah. So it's a famous movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the goofs now. I'm looking at the goofs on it on uh, IMDb. Yeah. Did you recognize this goof when you watched the film? That when Bera is talking to Sulin about Pepe's bodega, there is no aircraft at the gate Sullen came out from? Yeah. Yeah, that's silly. Uh, that's <laughs> <a> silly. <laughs> silly mistake. <laughs> but you you need to read the trivia, though. Hold on. Trivia. Sven Melander still owns his legendary Tonight 107 Swedes Catch Gonorrhea t-shirt from the movie. Ooh, the cabin crew on the plane were the real cabin crew that worked for Scan Air during the filming. Yeah. Very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I like talking to people who just tolerate me. It's it's always fun. (laughs) 
I'm just a little kid that's just funny. It's just like, yes, okay, Andy. Very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you silly boy. Yeah. Sesco says so. It's a fantastic movie. <laughs> I can read you one of the user reviews here. Yes, read it. The best comedy ever. Ten stars. <laughs> nice. Is that out of five? This, this movie about Stig Helmer and his Norwegian friend Ole is a true classic. You cannot stop laughing. It got all the different characters on a holiday in the sun. The drunk, the nerd, the womanizer, and the grumpy business guy. You must see it. <laughs> Six people found that helpful. Uh, five did not. <laughs> so, he wasn't yeah. that drunk. I love the idea of that being the criteria for somebody to enjoy a film. Just like, it's got all the cliche characters you want. And then people are like, yeah, man, this is my kind of movie. <laughs> It got a drunk. Oh, in 10 stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, a lot of the people today have been giving me unique answers for their Christmas movie. So I, I suspect that no one else will say... Selskapsresan. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. So I'm glad you've uh, you brought something unique here. So listen, I want to say Merry Christmas yeah. to you. Yeah, same to you. People should go uh, listen to your latest album called True Man. Yeah. And man has two ends in it. Always. And uh, yeah, and that's all I got for you. So listen, Merry Christmas to you. How about this? We'll, we'll listen to a song from it. Which uh, song should we hear? We should listen to Perfecting a Broken Heart. All right. Well, that sounds good to me. So, uh, Mr. Neverman, you have a, a lovely Christmas and a happy new year, and I hope that the new year uh, brings you some uh, collaborations to fuel that fire, that creative fire. Yeah, that fire needs to burn now. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's what we can hope for in the new year. Yeah. And in the meantime, you have uh, a lovely holiday, and now we're going to listen to some tunes. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. And now, this is Perfecting a Broken Heart by Neverman. In the city that never sleeps, it's the one thing I truly need. When we move to a pounding beat, I don't know what feelings to
And that was Perfecting a Broken Heart by Neverman, which of course was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very merry, merry Christmas to the awesome people in the $25 club, like Restless Nights, Robot Conglomerate, Whalen Kasky Geospatial, your friendly neighborhood Petey, and Slade. Merry Christmas to you fine, fine fellows, and I hope Santa Claus brings you what you deeply desire. And now, let's go catch up with Arcade High! Alright, well I'm here right now with the boys from Arc. just called you the boys. We are them boys. That's fine. <laughs> Is that like the sequel to the, the Amazon Prime show? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like it. Uh, you, the man, the gentleman, the gentleman behind Arcade High. We've got Ryan and we've got Patrick. Hello. So for Christmas, I'm getting an existential crisis that we're too old to be called the boys. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Do you like being called the boys? It's fine. You're making me question if we can be called the boys. That's the that's the issue. Are we? I don't think we're the boys any longer. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's fine. You're the gentleman. That's you, gentleman. We're the old farts of our gentleman. Doesn't roll off the tongue though. I'm okay with boys. Yeah. <laughs> There's a quote. So please, please don't take that out of context. <laughs> Listen, the point is this. Uh, it's Christmas time. Merry Christmas to all. Hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, are you guys getting into the Christmas spirit? Well, Patrick just got me some gifts. He got me a, a, a Berserk t-shirt and some of his family's favorite Italian hot peppers. Yeah. Cut lovingly by his father's own hands. Yeah. Would you guys grow them? We don't grow them. We used to grow them. Now we're lazy. Now we just cut them and prepare them. But, you know, that takes love, too. And if you don't do it right, it's still important. All right, Andy, you're not going to sit here and slander my peppers on Christmas, okay? <laughs> well, you're the one okay. telling me they're not your peppers. What am I slandering? If you're fucking just getting them from somewhere else, I ain't slandered shit. Well, we cut them. We cut them and we jarred them. And you do all kinds of stuff. I can't tell you anymore or else it's giving away the family recipe. Oh, like is there a special liquid that you immerse the peppers in? There's an entire recipe. Step one, go buy somebody's peppers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Step two, vinegar. What else? What 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 goes in the the brine? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. Well, well just give me there. just an idea. Like, is it spices? Is it just a liquid to keep them safe, or is it a liquid to you know infuse them with flavor of some kind? How about how about I go into my little Rolodex and I pull up your your address that you gave to me one time, and I send you a jar, and we find out together. Are they hot? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're spicy. They're good, but like super hot. Like I'm I'm pretty weak when it comes to uh, spice. No, 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 no. It's not not no. It's not super hot. It's like Andy synth hot. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the more context for that boys thing. I, <laughs> I meant like Andy synth spicy, but I mean Andy synth hot's fine too. <laughs> I guess this is payback for saying we're too old to be boys. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I always enjoy chatting, you know, and it's the Christmas season. Uh, Yuletide, Santa Claus. Uh, these are just words I've seen. <laughs> just reading the, buzz, the Christmas buzzwords? <laughs> just Google search Christmas buzzword. What's What's been going on since I talked to you uh, last? Uh, what happened last time we spoke? Uh, it was Kingdom 2 last time, I think. Uh, mm. we, we re-released re the first album, 10-year anniversary, back in the summer, The Art of Youth with some new tracks on it because uh, it's the 10-year anniversary of Arcade High. Now, what was the nature of the re-release? Because Patrick wasn't there at the time, so did he, like, come in and sort of, like, add some some razzle to some of the older tracks, or was it mostly just about adding some new songs? A little bit of both. One of the tracks... Didn't we build one of the tracks So you you gave me a demo, and you're like, I would love for this song to be on it, but I lost the project file because, like... 
Anyone who works yeah. with Logic and yeah, GarageBand knows happened. that your, yes, any file you have has two years before, like, it just can't be opened ever again because <laughs> Apple. But he gave me the demo. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, let me work on it. And he's like, well, I don't have the project. And I just, like, recreated it in 10 minutes. No big deal. <laughs> he's just straight up recreated the track. He just sat down and <laughs> so, Like, right in front of me. I just sat down. He's like, okay, yeah, here, here's the chords. I'm like, yeah, yeah. How'd you know that? Okay, yep. And, and here's the, okay, this synth sounds not quite correct. Oh, okay, this sounds pretty good. Okay, uh, here's the bass. And I'm like, yep, okay, yeah, that's that's the song. Hey, okay. Know, move the five, <laughs> carry the one, and you got your equation. Boom. So what's going on, though? Because like, you, you put out, I think, like a Halloween single or whatever, but is there, like, is there is there things in the fire? Irons? That was a re-release, yeah, from 2016. It was just never on streaming, so we released that. We're trying to do some more singles. It got a little hectic over the holidays, but we have, like, two singles kind of lined up that we'll probably release early next year. We're just trying to put out more stuff at a quicker steady. rate. Yeah, well, yes, a steady, steady. rate. We're trying to go steady, Andy. And you guys still get together on Tuesdays to work? Yes. Here we are. Yeah, we're here now. That's exciting. I will admit that some video games have uh, come into the question. It's it's Christmas. Let's get sappy. We're, we're taking some time to remember why we get together every Tuesday and that we're still best friends, just two good buds working on music. Yes. Remembering the original Sin that she's <laughs> that, that that Jesus himself spoke against. Oh, okay, good, good. Divinity, divinity two. I see. Origin- what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What a way to word that. Did it's because we're playing the game Divinity Two: Original Sin, and you okay. blended it in with Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> because Christmas. I, okay, listen. I, it is Christmas. That's true. I, I'm happy you're keeping things on point. <laughs> Because uh, I'm I'm not very good at it. Well, listen, I've been asking everybody for a uh, a favorite Christmas film, and there's two of you here, which means you have half the time. So, what do you got? Give me just just a favorite National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. So, my dad has a '60s motorhome, and my fiance doesn't know, but next year our lawn ornaments for Christmas will be an honest to god 1960s motorhome with the hose going into the storm drain. I'm gonna put a little cousin Eddie out there draining the shitter tank, just like the movie. I would say like a straight up Christmas movie Muppet Christmas Carol and if I was to say like any Christmas movie out of like that are just like what's a Christmas movie type of movie uh, is Gremlins and for people who argue that movies like Die Hard or Gremlins or other films like that aren't Christmas movies, then It's a Wonderful Life is not a Christmas movie because it's only Christmas in the last 10 minutes of the film. And it's just because he shouts Merry Christmas, everyone, at the end doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie, if that's your criteria. Yeah, mine's pretty loose. For me, sometimes it can just be a movie that has snow in it. Sure. (laughs) Edward Scissorhands, for me, is like a Christmas movie. And... (laughs) Okay. Because he like he carves up that ice sculpture at the end and then it like snows in the town. So like 30 days a night. Sure. Well, what's yours, Andy? Well, see, that's the thing, man. I'm not like a Christmas movie guy. So all of mine are all like the ones that aren't, you know, because a lot of people like, you know, a Christmas story and Christmas carols and things with Scrooge and stuff. And I'm more like the Die Hard 1 and 2 and Batman Returns and Gremlins and, you know, things like that. Like, you know, movies that just happen to take place at Christmas. Mm-hmm. But there's like killing. Hey, speaking of movies like that, Green Knight. The Green Knight is a Christmas movie? That's a Christmas party that he bursts into at the... Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. I'm saying, if that's your criteria, if it takes place on or near Christmas... I don't have a dog in this fight. I barely watch movies. (laughs) He doesn't have a dog in the sled. I wanted to like Green Knight more, because I loved that trailer so much. Oh, it's so good. You had to go into it knowing it's an A24 film. No, I did. I knew, like, there wasn't going to be some big sword fight at the end. But, I don't know, there was something about the tone of the trailer that I, I wanted to feel more... I, I don't know, I just wanted to feel more. I'm almost positive we... Sp- 
spoke about this last time we talked. Oh, did we? Like this exact topic. Well, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Re- regardless, I think we all three can agree that this, the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas Remaster is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> no. I know we talked about that a lot. So when did when did we fucking talk? Earlier this year. Did we? Like early this year. Oh yeah. yeah, or maybe end of last year, but it was, it, it was, okay, it was whatever time you bought San Andreas and returned it because it was bullshit. <laughs> that was a great that's, day. That's, that's a good point. And then there's the times you randomly message me. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I like to check in on people, you know, see what they're up to. You do. It's very nice of you. Listen, I want you to check on me as often as you want, but I feel like you check in on me a lot, and I feel like I should go like talk with a therapist. <laughs> with with the amount you check in on me? Is there something I should know? No, I just I just like to check in and see what's going on. A lot of people like to vent to me, and so I feel like that's one of my superpowers. And so whenever I reach out to people randomly, it, it seems to be at a time where they've got things to say. I see. Perhaps you have a new occupation on the horizon. Yeah, maybe. Well, listen. The Merry point Christmas. is this. Yes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry- it's lovely to chat with you guys. I look forward to hearing uh, music in the new year from Arcade High. And uh, I hope you both have a, a Merry Christmas. Okay, uh, happy uh, Christmas. Mer- Merry New Year. Mer- Merry Chrysler to you and yours. We should play a, a, an Arcade High track. So what should we do? Well, inspired by Boozle going on a diatribe about how Divinity Original Sin has anything to do with Jesus, I suppose we should talk about the warmth and glow of the Christmas spirit and we'll we'll go with glow very good kingdom two perfect so merry christmas happy new year we'll talk to you in the new year happy christmas let's listen to this man this is uh arcade high with glow see ya
right, and that was Glow by Arcade High. They're fun to catch up with, and of course, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Forged in Neon with the 2049. Merry Christmas to Joshua Winter with the 20. In the 1985 Club, a very 1985 Christmas to Rachel Bugelman. And a very 1985 Christmas to Sarah Bugelman. One of the Bugelman sisters, I don't know which one it was, she, uh... Sent me a message on Discord to say that uh, we had a new listener on Beyond Synth who recognized their names. So that's fun. Some dude called Levi. Or at least that's how it's spelled. Maybe it's Levy. I don't have a friend with that name, so I've never known how to... It's Levi, right? Hey, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. (laughs) Oh, God. What if it's a girl? No, girls don't have... That's not a girl's name, right? See, this is why you gotta have a fucking script. Jesus. Is the reason for the season. So, what's, uh, what's happening? Oh, yeah, we got to do more. <laughs> okay, wow. Ooh, I just got lost there. Okay, uh, let's go chat with Florence. All right, well, I'm here right now with Florence, a.k.a. Glitbiter. Hi. And also Florence from the Family Shows. Hello, Florence. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm Okay. <laughs> Emphasis on okay. Yeah, no, you know that I'm in extreme pain right now. It's fun. Fun yes, times. We, we just we just talked before we hit record, and I know it's difficult for you to find a position. I'm by, by the way, I'm not making light of the fact you're in pain. It's just funny that I'm putting on this like, hey, hey how are you? And I know full well how you are. Hey. And you need drugs. Yeah, drugs. That's that's good. Drugs don't help. I was prescribed some like nerve medication. And uh, it didn't work. My doctor was like, this is a really low dose. Like, we can get more. You can have more if you want. And, like, I took one pill, didn't do anything. I took two, that didn't do anything. Taken three, still doesn't do shit. So, I don't know, man. You need some, uh, some like, morphine. Morphine? Oh, that would... That would be great and also really dangerous. I've never had morphine, but I've heard it's like the best feeling in the world and totally understandable why people get addicted to it. So I'm not interested in trying that because I don't I don't want to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll be like really cool. Maybe. But, um, you know, I've never been cool. I'm used to not being cool. So that's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's when you start with the fucking the H. I call it the H. The H. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait, no, that's heroin. Never mind. Why, why are we calling morphine the H? <laughs> I don't know, but I assumed you, you just went straight to heroin there, so. Yeah, well, it's a good assumption to make of me. You know. <laughs> Andy goes straight for the heroin. Straight for the H. And we did mention this briefly when you joined uh, Marco and I for an episode a few weeks ago. You, you, you've you injured your back and you're waiting on some powerful medicine to help because there's things pushing on your nerves. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, I was not exactly sure what it was because I had not actually seen the MRI, but I have seen the MRI results and it is a herniated disc. So I have like no back pain, but it's all pain in my leg, which is fun. Um, the herniated disc is pushing up against my sciatic nerve so my entire right leg is just on fire in pain all the time so that's what i've been dealing with for six months now it's been six months yeah it's i mean it's gotten like 
progressively worse, but it, like it was in my back originally, and then it just kind of like went down to my leg, and then it it just it, like there was a point where I was doing physical therapy, and it was like kind of helping, but then it just like all of a sudden my legs started getting worse and my back was fine. It's a fucking mess. But anyway, here I am, six months later, still in pain and more pain, and uh, I'm getting um, a cortisone steroid injection. Apparently, that is it's a temporary fix, but apparently it will hopefully relieve some of the pain. So we'll see what happens. By the time this airs, I maybe I won't have any pain anymore. It'd be amazing. Well, I hope you get superpowers from the steroids. That's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll turn into the Hulk. Yeah, I want to see pictures of your boyfriend with like black eyes. Yep. So when he gets home, and then you get you've just gotten the needle that day, you just fucking run right up to him, punch him in the head, and fucking throw him into some dressers. Yep, and that's what's gonna happen. Do you- <laughs> I'll just. Jesus. This is the fact right now that you are just tolerating this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I apologize. And you know, the best thing is it it hurts to fucking laugh oh. too. So I'll stop being so funny then. I know. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Well, look. Well, listen. It's Christmas time. Okay. So I want to I want to uh, have this segment end with some sort of Christmas cheer. Hey man, I celebrate Hanukkah. Well, get a fucking <laughs> Hanukkah needle every day. Hanukkah a fucking needle, cortisol. Uh. But we we did like a Christmaka thing though. We are like what fuck. We always had a Christmas tree, but we would do like Hanukkah and Christmas because why not both, man? Yeah, yeah. I think at one point they tried to pull that shit over here. Uh, <laughs> by they, I mean my but parents. But it didn't fucking go. Yeah, I think there was like a time where it was like, oh, we'll fucking light the kids. My mom's Jewish. And so it would be like, oh, well, but but she's not religious. So I think they just said, well, if we're going to do Christmas, like, well, let's do the other thing too. And like, we weren't having any of that. So we just... Uh, <laughs> The power of Chris. Well, getting presents was a lot more exciting than like lighting candles and. Yeah, but you light the candles and you get presents, and you do it eight nights in a row. Mm. You can't say no to that, man. That's true. But you know, honestly, like waiting for an old fucking white guy in a weird red bathrobe to come down your chimney. Hey, man, are you going to bring race into this? <laughs> I mean, he's an old fucking white dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm. <laughs> I'm just stating the, f- the facts, man. I know he can be any race, you know, whatever, hmm. um, or gender. Hey, man, you know hey, don't get I'm political assume, here. I'm just this assuming fucking, uh... Santa's gender. It's almost more reasonable to think that Santa Claus, as a magical being, doesn't have any genitalia. Well, yeah, right. Because if people are really set on him, be like, no, he's a man. Like, so he's got a big old fucking dink, huh? Like, we want to talk about that. Let's talk about it. Maybe, but um, yeah. I mean, I guess Santa he he has a wife. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's Mrs. Claus, but do they have kids? I don't think in the classic telling Unless that they the do. Elves, yeah. I don't think they do. But if the so elves are their kids, then that their... that implies some mutation. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. No, I think maybe I don't think the elves are their children. No. They're more like their slaves. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think they're infertile, man. This segment got real fucking. Uh... <laughs> Why the fuck are we talking about? I this? don't it's know. <laughs> it's always nice to catch up with you. I I also just don't want to keep you on the line because I know it it hurts you to be, to be in this position in front of the microphone. So it's not funny. It's just uh, an ironic scenario that you've gotten yourself into uh, uh, yeah. being pals with me. This is what ends up happening. Yep. 
Every time. Oh, I've been asking everybody a favorite Christmas movie, but your time's up. Wait, just say something. What? What's a favorite Christmas movie of yours? Oh, my God. You you put me on the spot. I, I don't know, man. Just a favorite. A favorite? I don't have a lot of favorite Christmas movies. The Snowman. The Snowman. The Snowman. The Snowman? The Snowman. Yeah, it's really fucking sad. It's the saddest fucking movie in the entire world, but it's got a great song in it. The Snowman. The Snowman. Yeah, have you, you've heard the song "Walking in the Air," right? Wave Shaper covered it. You've you've heard the song. It, it's from that movie. The Snowman. The Snowman. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, it's about a fucking like little boy who makes friends with a snowman, and the snowman fucking melts at the end. Is it live action or is it a cartoon? It's a cartoon. Twenty seventeen. No. No. 1982. 1982, yeah. Hey, all my favorite movies are from 1982, including The Last Unicorn. Oh, I see. Here we are. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Feel better. I know it requires uh, some needles, so hopefully that uh, that comes to you. I'm not scared of needles. Needles are fun. No, I wasn't suggesting you were scared. I'm just, you know. But no, apparently this requires a big ass needle. So sometimes there's this condescension people do when you you're like actually sick, and then people go like, "Oh, you should try this and that," and like really it requires like some like serious attention. Yeah. You know. What I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to diminish what you're going through, and I understand that you need uh, steroids in your spine. <laughs> so I'm not going to. Well, thank you. You know, be like. I hope you get some rest and blah, blah. Like, I know what you need. Thank you for understanding. Yeah. But look. I appreciate it. Let's uh, listen to a Glip Biter song, and then you can go back into a position that's more comfortable. So, uh, what should we listen to? You know, I don't think you've played Fall Apart on the show before. Have you? I don't remember. I don't know. It was a single I released last year for another podcast. Uh, Wrote the theme song to another podcast. But, you know, it kind of describes my life right now because my life is falling apart. So let's listen to that. You drama queen. Yeah. Get some fucking steroids and feel better. That's what I say. Thanks, Fetch. I will. (laughs) Always a pleasure, Andy. It is. Always a pleasure. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and have a good holiday. And now let's listen to this. This is Glitbiter with Fall Apart.
right, and that was Fall Apart by Glitbiter, a.k.a. Florence. It's always fun chatting with Florence, and, well, of course, that wasn't really that fun, was it? We were just... <laughs> I'm just, listening, I'm just thinking back now, like, this is this conversation about how our back's fucked up, and then I just come back with, like, ha, 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 we had such a great time. Anyway, I hope uh, hope you're doing better, Florence. Um, I could just message you, I suppose. Oh, but I can't, because I have to uh, edit this episode as quickly as possible before the weather bum. All right, so uh, let's go... Ch- oh, that, that was brought to you, by the way, by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Zach with a 1980. A very Merry Christmas to Gene Creamer Private Eye. And Rauer. And a very, very Merry Christmas to Chris Salaya Lane. And now, let's uh, go chat with Brandon. All right, well, I'm here right now with Brandon, a.k.a. Mr. Luke Jackson. How's it going, man? It's going good. It's going, yeah, it's going great. Are you feeling the Christmas spirit? So, no. Is this where you tell me you're Jewish? I'm not Jewish. Okay. No, there's nothing wrong with being Jewish. You know, we're not good on them, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, okay, Kanye. Shit. So what's going on with you? I moved house this year. That was good. Mm -hmm. That was in the middle of the year, and it... Felt like it took up. I mean, you've been there. You've done that. You, you know, it's weird how much time it takes up, and you just it big. It just consumes your life. You're like a grown up. Well, they tell me so. I think you're supposed to act like one. I always feel that way whenever people like uh, get into home ownership. They just feel like grown ups to me. Do you know what the weird thing is? I found this right. Regardless of who you live with, it doesn't matter. It's just the fact that if you live with people, because at the moment I'm on my own and. Not having anyone around the house means that there's no routine or there's no one, even just as, as simple as like people eating at appropriate times. And when you're on your own, in, in your own little world, there is no schedule. You just eat and do everything at the most inappropriate times. And it's not really a sustainable thing, I've come to realize. Get a fucking Apple calendar thing and then have like series set around your house. So they'll do that like, it's 6 p.m., time for supper. As great as that is, and I'm sure for some people, I'm sure that's good. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? We, we all do this anyway in some form. We have, you, you t- set reminders on your phone or whatever, right? And you just ignore them because they become a regular thing and you're like, oh yeah, the thing. And, and the first time you do it, you're like, oh yeah, perfect. It's reminded me, I'm going to do it now. And then a couple of weeks go by and you're like, oh, the thing's gone off again, but I'll do that in a in an hour and then five hours later you're like well what's the point of the reminder you are describing procrastination yep <laughs> i'm not gonna speak for you. you you said it but but yeah well i mean what's the point what point spending money on all these all these tech things to tell you things just for you to ignore them anyway have you set aside a room do you have a proper studio i do yeah i've got it's still a bedroom studio because I guess as whatever is in your house, it is a bedroom studio. Because I, I mean, I think I've I've told you this before. Like I I work, you know, I do I work from home all the time, and I'm, it's all music related and such. So I have I have a space to work in, which is nice, which is really nice actually. This is the best space I've had to work in yet. Is there an animal in there? No. Why? Well, I keep on hearing like a squeaking noise. Oh, that's probably my chair. We wiggle around in it so I can hear it. Hang on, wait. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. 
so handy. <laughs> I was like, is there a cat in there? It sounded like there was a cat in there. You know, oh, I wish there was a cat in here. But the thing is, you need to look after yourself first before you look after a cat. And I'm not even sure I can look after myself first. So, Hey, listen, man, I've got complete faith in you, all right? You've entered the exciting world of home ownership. And I feel like that is a, a step that solidifies a person's uh, responsibility matrix. Well, I'm I'm glad someone has faith in me because because <laughs> I don't have faith in me. Well, listen, man, you make cool music. Have you talked to SJ Bravo recently? What's he up to? I haven't spoken to Sam since. Oh shit! When did we do, when did we do the gig? We did a gig in just before I moved. Actually, we did a gig down in Bristol, and that was the last time I spoke to Sam, who was his typical self but uh, no, it, was really, it was really good to see him and uh, we did it we did the gig and it was a really good gig it was organised by Jack of Space Jams in collaboration with Steel City Collective it was the Hotline Bristol event I can't remember how many artists slash bands played I'm not going to try and go through a name because if I miss someone I'll feel really bad that's okay also, I'm going to hang up on you in two minutes, so I'm going to uh, <laughs> use your time wisely. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, that was the thing, and I saw some then, and that was it. Right, next next topic, please. <laughs> Andy, you're laughing. You can't waste time laughing. Just move to the... <laughs> Don't worry, I'll... Uh, <laughs> not only that, I'm going to take my laugh, and I'm going to slow it down and stretch it out so it just goes over your whole segment. Oh, please, please do do that. Please. <laughs> like a demon. Uh, I just said demon I'm asking everybody today, What? Uh, tell me a favorite Christmas movie. Favorite Christmas movie. Mine's not an obscure one. Mine's not a popular one, but it's Jack Frost. You mean the Michael Keaton one? The Michael Keaton one. The, the one where Michael Keaton's blue eyes are insanely blue at the end of the film when he, well, spoiler alert, when he comes back as himself, but not as himself. I mean, I don't think the film is particularly regarded highly in any way, but you know the classic lump in the throat? When you're really holding back the tears. Mm-hmm. Every single time I watch that film, I get I get the lump in the throat <laughs> at the end. You know what? That was back in a time before there was this deluge of ridiculous concept movies. Because you know now, since everything's so cheap, like you turn on like Amazon Prime or mm. Tubi or something, and there's like 8,000 movies made in 2022 that all have dumb premises. Like, yeah. it's fucking Santa with sharks, and it's this and that, and yeah. they're all so stupid. Yeah. But Jack Frost was at a time when there wasn't all that. So I remember seeing the trailer for Jack Frost and just going like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, where he's like, isn't there like a scene in the trailer where he's like playing guitar or something, but he's like a snowman? There's a few things. There's what there's the bit where he's like throwing the snowballs. He's on the back of the sled and he's throwing the snowballs. Oh, and he, like, does he, doesn't he do ridiculous. like turbo throw? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And uh, <laughs> and there's there's other there's other scenes where he's doing stupid stuff. Like you know he see he's, he ends up on a snowball at one point and literally snowballs down a mountain. I'm just gonna look up the IMDb score for the film now because I'm pretty sure it's like a 5.8, but I think it's such a charm. In film. <laughs> IMDb has it at a 5.4, which is not a great score, let's be honest. Isn't that exactly what you said? It might be what I said. I think I felt I said like 5.8 or something, but I knew it was somewhere like that. Well, that's pretty fucking close. You know, you have stupid things you remember, like the year that a film was released, etc., <laughs> etc. Et I retain no stupid knowledge. Everything up here is uh, the, the utmost uh, importance to society. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. Hmm. However, I'm, I'm an honest one, and uh, yeah. <laughs> all of my knowledge is completely pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good i don't think anyone else is gonna say jack frost so you've uh... i think that tells you something about jack frost the fact that no one else is gonna say jack frost maybe i should watch jack frost sometime please watch it and then tell me what you think of it in fact do me a scene by scene recap of your 
thoughts and feelings. I tell you what, once uh, once I start streaming, I'll do a watch along of Jack Frost. I I already want to do a watch along of Mortal Kombat, the television show. And then uh, when that's done, I'll do Jack Frost. I'll write this down. If you do Jack Frost on the stream, uh, if I may join you on that, I'd be more than happy to. Sure. I have no plans for what I'm actually going to stream. Like I said, I'm just setting up a studio and I have no idea what I'm going to do. So it's like it might be a huge waste of time. And the second the cameras are on, it's going to be like, uh... Let's watch funny TikToks or whatever, you know, that'll be like a complete waste of time. Anyway, it's Christmas time. I got to hang up on you now. Aww. I want to say Merry Christmas to you. You're a talented man. You make cool music. People should go check out the music of Brandon. You've got uh, several tracks that are uh, on my permanent rotation list. Oh, nice. Thank you very much. That's high praise. Next year, Beyond Synth, we're completely changing the format, and I think I'm going to take this year also to really organize and start putting together, like, you know, best of lists in my folders just so I can recall them easier than having this fucking playlist of 80,000 songs. Well, I imagine, yeah. Definitely there's a bunch of Brandon tracks in there that uh, go in the best of. Nice one. I hope you uh, get your house organized and get a cat or something. They're, they're, they're good to have around. <laughs> and uh, So everyone keeps telling me. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you too. Let's play a Brandon song. What do you want to listen to? We're going to play Jingle Bell Brawl. That's the song. Jingle Bell Brawl, all right. Jingle Bell Brawl. Well, look. Merry Christmas to you, and we'll talk to you again in the new year. Now let's listen to this. This is a Jingle Bell Brawl by Brandon.
right, and that was Jingle Bell Brawl by Brandon. That's fun to say. And of course, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. We're talking about Adam Conway, Albion Algorithm, Andrew Bennon, Barry007, Krizag Hatterack, Energon Cubes, Jacob Pringle, John Masari, and Knight of Ducks. Merry Christmas to all of you. You are all very, very cool. And now, let's go chat with Honeybeard. Alright, well I'm here right now with Honeybeard, a.k.a. Gaz, a.k.a. Gary. How's it going? Well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I don't go by the name Gary anymore because Canadians ruined how to say that name. So it's now officially just Gaz. In your native land, how do they say it? They say Garod. Garod? Yeah, it's a different, it's an Irish spelling. But over here they go, hi there, Gary. Could you have that file ready for me by next Monday? And then I just want to rip my eyeballs out and stuff them up my nostrils like it's not nice. This sounds more like you've got something against one of your co-workers than the uh, pronunciation. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I do. <laughs> it's like, you, you really just don't want to give that lady those files. No. She's always asked me for those damn files and I haven't done them yet. <laughs> it's Gaz. Gaz is typically just easier. I was christened by a bunch of Australians who called me Gaz because they couldn't wrap their heads around Gary either. So Gaz it is. And I'm one half of Honeybeard. I'm probably the better, most vocal half. The other half is in a city right now producing more children and uh, basically uh, being a nuclear family head honcho. That's Tom, my good buddy. What's happened since the last time you were on the show? Lots happened since then, man. We um, About just over a year ago, we brought out Aeneas in November 2021. And uh, that was our full, our second album, LP, and we bought it out on uh, on a vinyl, and that went, that starts selling at the start of the year, which was good. We were able to circumnavigate all those vinyl production issues by ordering it like way in advance and not announcing it, and then sort of starting to sell it like a month afterwards. So that went well. We did well with that. And then really 2021, I think we only had one show we played in Toronto. And then this year, I played a secret show myself. But we have played nothing this year because uh, we're taking a, a, a somewhat of a little temporary hiatus. Would you believe it's 10 years since me and Tom first set up Honeybeard? 10 years. I don't believe it. You're a liar. No, well, I am a liar, but I'm not lying about this one. 10 years ago. <laughs> and it's been a crazy 10 years. Like our first gig was in October 2014. 1st of October 2014. But we'd been various different iterations before that. So yeah, 10 years. And we didn't get to play a Honeybeard show this year, which was which kind of sucked. But anyway, we're taking a, a little break and um, we're going to come back next year possibly for some festivals or who knows who knows what we'll, we'll see next year but yeah and we've got some songs already in the can so things are afoot well that's uh, what i like to hear on this lovely christmas episode we're celebrating christmas are you excited about christmas i am excited about christmas i am you know i used to be a strong believer in christmas i mean i remember when i was 10 years old i was in school and this older kid came around he was saying how his parents brought down the snooker table and the Santa's not real and I, I must I fucking I fucking saw red I saw Christmas red and I got into a fight and I was in trouble and sent home and then my parents had to tell me the truth <laughs> and it was very traumatic did you fight them too? no no when they told me uh, I mean the great curtain started to fall at that point and that's when I that was my first taste of true cynicism and um, <laughs> so Christmas has always been like, has always marked that cynicism that just run through me and through music in, in, in a way mm. and I guess you know I became an atheist a strong atheist over the years 
Although now I'm more agnostic. I, I definitely think there's aliens out there. So <laughs> I mean, there's aliens out there, there must be Santa Claus, or at least God to some degree. Hmm. But, you know, um, Christmas has, has regained some sort of magic for me. Just because, fuck, why not? Like, I mean, why be a grumpy old atheist and just not believe in anything and let cynicism be, like, wear it like a personality? So I decided, no, I'm going to be a little bit more chipper. And um, speaking to you around Christmas makes it all more sweeter, my friends. Just great to hear your voice and uh, yeah i mean that's where i'm standing on christmas right now christmas time is a time of cheer it's a time of uh, of holiday magic do you like eggnog you know what yes but see no one told me if you drank a lot of eggnog you, you would get a lot of stomach problems mm. so it's nice though it isn't i put, put a bunch of rum in it and it's all good i don't actually drink alcoholic eggnog i just drink the eggnog oh you sick fuck <laughs> why would you drink eggnog by itself? <laughs> I've been asking everybody a favorite Christmas movie. So it actually used to be Star Wars. Now, the reason why I say that is because back in Ireland, I'm sure the UK as well, you'd only ever see Star Wars at Christmas time when they used to play the Christmas movies. So for me, you know, as soon as that 20th Century Fox music starts, that was like real Christmas for me because it's the only time I could see it. My parents wouldn't let me rent it out of the shop because, okay, that's all I would rent out. And they, they were sick of it. So this is the time I got to watch Star Wars. It was a Christmas and my parents could have fucked with me, right? So mm. I watched it and that was Christmas for me. But of course, as we know, Star Wars is dead and it's become a wretched hive of scum and villainy. So mm. really for me, Star Wars was my Christmas movie. But now that that's, I've gone on tyride there. So that, I guess it'd have to be Elf. I know it's a modern sort of movie, but Elf for me is fucking hilarious. Every time I watch it, I think it's great. But see the, the Star Wars thing, man, it's like, you watch Star Wars, and then Christmas morning you got your Star Wars toys. I would have to say Star Wars um, and you Hope. So you don't think you, you could recreate that experience by watching The Last Jedi and then getting a toy under your tree of, like, Luke covered in green goo and shit? See, you know right well you're trying to fuck with me by saying that. <laughs> you, know that's, you know that's my fucking trigger. <laughs> I walked out of that theater with fucking crying. Like, that's what it did to me. And my wife had to sort of get me to calm down before I got on the bus home. Like, that's... No, and I do. I don't. I know you don't. Or maybe you use Facebook, but on Facebook it shows you what you said like a year ago or two years ago. Mm. And this, like December nineteenth, twenty seventeen, I just was looking at my messages, and I could just see the pure heartbreak. I mean, my Christmas was ruined that year. Like that twenty seventeen was a bad, dark year. Dark, dark year. That's when I took all my Star Wars toys and I give them to the Goodwill. Where do you rank that in terms of horrible Christmases? So there's the one where your parents had to tell you the truth, and then there was the one where Star Wars The Last Jedi came out. So where do they rank? Oh, clearly Last Jedi. I mean, that, that Christmas when my parents told me about it, I mean, I got some awesome toys. I got a, <laughs> uh, a G.I. Joe, uh, like a Sky Striker. I think it was in 87 or 88. No, it wasn't. It was 10. It was 89. And I got um, a Killer Whale, you know, the amphibious hovercraft with the green olive. Of t- oh, it was brilliant. So I got a great Christmas. That was amazing. My parents did great. But no, it was definitely 2017 of The Last Jedi. That was the worst fucking possible time. Like, I had a Star Wars themed wedding. Now, if I was to get married, that was in 2016. Mm-hmm. If I was to get married now in 2018, like, you know, I wouldn't have gotten married. <laughs> this is what it did. It fucking. And you know what? Like all those weirdos on the internet, I designated my personality around Star Wars and it, they fucking stripped it away from me. Who is Gaz now? He's just some prick that doesn't like to be called Gary. Like, I'm, there's nothing else to me. <laughs> Hey, you, you're, you're, you're honey beard. You make cool music. Yeah, well. You've put some cool art into the world to fill the vacuum of uh, Luke Skywalker getting sprayed by green milk from some big alien tit. Oh, don't bring me back there, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, it was a dark time. 
it was a dark time and mm. I don't think I've ever recovered. Like, how many years ago was that now? Five years? I, yeah, I've not recovered. In fact, I've gotten more bitter. And, you know, I think my cynicism took a, an extra hit. The prequels are bad enough, but I said, look, they didn't fuck with the original characters. But then, then that happened and then my world fell apart. And I'm actually on anti-anxiety meds now since. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what it's done to me. Well, listen, we, we let's perk this up here because I'm literally moments from hanging up on you. Now I feel like this is a... <laughs> <laughs> a depressing turn of events. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I saw that you guys were doing uh, some DJ nights. I talked to Haley about her doing the, the DJ night down at uh, Dundas Video, yeah. right? Your wife was uh, doing some stuff too, wasn't she? Yeah, DJ Baby Chick. That's... Uh... <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's DJing some retro tunes down there. She's really good, actually. She was mentored by Julian Neon Fox, so uh, he's taught her everything she knows, and she's uh, playing some shows. I'm going to get, I'm going down there and getting fucking hammered on shitty Toronto craft beer, which is fucking awful. But um, still, it, it's a good time, actually. It's, uh, I think the next one's the first Thursday of. 2023. Ooh. That's really enjoyable, actually, yeah. All right, well, look, man, it's always lovely to chat with you. Yeah. What did you say your fucking name was back home? Garode, what was it? Garode O'Conloon is Anam Ditch. Garode O'Conloon is Anam Ditch. And Law Fela Podrick. No, that's happy. Law Nullig Shana Ditch. Happy Christmas. Oh, you're not saying something dirty right now? No, well, it depends what you're into, but no. Mm. Law Nullig Shana Ditch. Happy Christmas. Perfect. Well, listen, let's play a Honeybeard song. Which one should we listen to? Uh, let's listen to something positive, maybe. Sure. Uh, let's listen to Lighthouse. Lighthouse. All right. Well, listen, Merry Christmas to you, sir. And uh, keep on being cool, and we'll talk to you in the new year. And let's listen to this, man. This is Lighthouse by Honeybeard. Slonish.
All right, and that was Lighthouse by Honeybeard. Always fun to chat with Gaz or Garoad or whatever the. <laughs> anyway, that song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. We're talking about Kudzost, Matthew Lister, Monkey Magics, Poly Digital, Pudnuts, Rama Branch, Run the Skyway, Tristan Waits, Will Lowe, Gary Heather, Knight of Ducks, and Jean-Christophe Leconte. You guys are all awesome, and a merry, merry Christmas to you. And now, let's go chat with Laura Dre. All right, well, I'm here right now with Laura Dre. How's it going? Hello, hello. I'm very good. How are you, Andy? I am fantastic. It's the Christmas season. Are you excited about the Christmas season? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. What's the deal? What have you been up to since I uh, talked to you last time? Uh, I've been doing a lot of things, preparing my new projects. Like I'm launching two new albums next year. So that's been keeping me very, very busy. So one of them is going to be the Moving uh, Spaces follow-up album, mm. Moving Spaces 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other project is going to be about cyberpunk are entirely instrumental and I'm actually excited about this project because I'm launching it together with another artist but he's not uh, a typical music artist he's actually a sculptor and he's doing like cyborgs and stuff so I'm very excited about this so this album is going to accompany some sort of piece of art yes that's exactly what's going to be happening but I okay. can't reveal too much Ooh, <laughs> secrets secrets yes when you see this piece of art Along with my music, it's going to blow off your socks. Well, I like getting my socks blown off. It feels great. (laughs) So has anything exciting happened? Because you say you're prepping stuff. Did anything happen during the year? Oh, yeah. So during the year, my Kyoto Dreams project actually got successfully funded on Kickstarter, which was amazing. And now as we speak, I'm preparing all the parcels so they can be shipped to all the backers, which is super exciting. (laughs) Can I ask you a stupid question? Go for it. Can you get like a package deal from the post office? Like if you say, look, I'm going to be sending lots of packages that you get like a deal on the postage? (laughs) Um, To European countries, that's possible actually, but not to US. Mm. But um, I could make a deal possibly with with a Night City Vinyl because they they would be really interested in distributing to US based and possibly Canadian customers. (laughs) So then what would you do? Just like send them a big giant box, like a one-time shipment, and then they would handle the... Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I told you it was a stupid question. (laughs) So the the Kickstarter was successful, but then all the people who like backed it have like different combinations of... uh, Do you call them prizes? What do you call them when people do a a Kickstarter and there's... Yeah, they're called rewards. Rewards, that's the word. So that must be a lot of work for you, getting all that shit organized. (laughs) Oh, yeah. A lot. uh, Too many items. I I didn't realize I had too many uh, add-ons there. I was like, shit, maybe on the next Kickstarter, I I won't offer too much. (laughs) I have everything, uh, anything from flip mats to maps to, gosh, what was there? Cassettes and a bunch of other items, t-shirts, just too many things. (laughs) So are you going to do this again or are you learning a lesson here? Uh, I've learned a lesson here not to offer too much, but maybe I'll offer like dinner with Laura Dre (laughs) 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 at the highest price tier. Hey, Amanda Palmer did this, actually. It's quite a great idea. Does does the uh, the person who gets the reward get to pick the meal, or do you pick the meal? I pick it, of course. Dude, we had this conversation last time. It's all about the burgers. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I remember from our chat was, what was that word again? Resubian? 
Was that the word? Resbyun. Resbyun, yeah. Probably the Japanese. <laughs> We all know where my brain goes. I've been asking everybody who I've been talking to today if they have like a favorite Christmas movie. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I do, actually. I got two. An old one and a modern one. So my old favorite that used to play here in Germany all the time, probably still is, is Have You Ever Heard of The Last Unicorn from 1982? Oh, I love The Last Unicorn. The movie's awesome. Yeah. I think they play it every damn year here in, um, in Germany. Florence, uh, a.k.a. Glipbiter, she's the only one. She comes on the show uh, frequently, and we both uh, talk about Last Unicorn because no one else seems to, to ever know about it, but it's a great film. It's got some good songs. Oh, it is. I totally love it, yeah. It's got that tree with the boobs. <laughs> tree with the boobs. I never noticed that. Now I need to pay attention to it. <laughs> What? That tree's got boobs, and so does the... Um, So does the harpy. Really? <laughs> I trapped you! Yeah, and then the fucking harpy comes down, and then uh, the fucking skeleton with the wine, and... Uh, oh, I definitely got to rewatch this. It's been too long. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Okay, so you said you had two. <laughs> yeah, the other one is Happiest Season with K-Stew, of course. <laughs> Happiest Season? Is that new? Yeah, it came out like two years ago. Was that a like a lesbian romantic comedy movie? Yep. How have you heard about it? <laughs> I, okay, I um, I read a lot of movie news. Mm -hmm. I never have time to really watch things. But every day, like when I wake up, the news I read is all just like movie news and video game news. All right. I'm pretty like tuned in to all the things that are going on. It's just I have no time to actually like sit down and really like get absorbed in a game or watch too much uh, TV and movies. Yeah, same with me that in the video games. <laughs> I read about them, but I don't play them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to. Yeah. All year, like literally this this entire year is just filled with people telling me I have to play Elden Ring. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I still have not got around to playing Elden Ring. Yeah, hey, if you're interested in like or into dying so much, you should play Valheim. There's a new update that just came out <laughs> misplant <laughs> I love this if you're interested in dying too much yeah. I'm not really I like easy games so Elden Ring is not for you then <laughs> yeah I know but everyone tells me it's a bit easier than the other Soulsborne games and that uh, yeah. it might be slightly more accessible to a man such as myself I hear yeah <laughs> what is the plot of this K-Stew movie. She goes back home for Christmas. Yeah, and the good thing is I've completely forgotten about the whole entire plot that I'm so happy to watch it again. Right. <laughs> <It's Friday. laughs> Are you getting like wasted every time you watch it or what? Yes, that's the whole point of watching lesbian movies. You get three bottles of wine, <laughs> you just drink and just... <laughs> complain about why shit is happening and then that's my friday night it's like we sit down just like all right crack open a case of beer and put on a lesbian movie and here we go yep so then um i don't know what else fucking uh, uh you got any new year's resolutions i don't know i don't <laughs> oh god no never <laughs> what do you <laughs> no i don't know what the point is because i never follow through so Exactly. So why waste time thinking even about that? <laughs> Just crack on with your normal daily life. <laughs> I like that. You, you have a very efficient way of thinking. It's good. Yeah, I don't want to waste time, so... Well, look, it was fun to chat, but I should probably let you go because you got to go uh, wrap some more of these things. It's like you're Santa Claus. Exactly. I'm playing Santa Claus this year. So, like, do you have like an efficient way of folding the things into the envelope so that it's all nice? Do you have a system going? Not really, but I, I wrap them all individually. All UPs are being wrapped in red, some kind of red gift paper. Mm. So I do that as well. That's why it's taking me one hour, one whole hour. <laughs> Does it seriously take you an hour for each package? Yep. 
I timed it actually. I wish it, I could say it's gonna be it's a lot faster, but it does take me a long time. But isn't that insane? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I put the effort in for my fans. It's okay. <laughs> right, but I mean, I even if I had fucking five backers, if it took me like one hour for each package, I'd be like, oh fuck this. <laughs> and I imagine you had a few more than five, so I mean, like that's insane. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. So it's all good. Laura Dre has the commitment to her fans. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to hear—the dedication of the artist. Yeah. I mean, people can see it already when they receive the parcel. They're like, oh my God, the presentation is amazing. <laughs> well, hopefully people take pictures then. They exactly. Can... I hope uh, some pictures go, get posted on Instagram soon. Still waiting for people to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. We'll get the message out then. We want to see pictures of these packages. Yes. Including the damages on the sides from caused by Royal Mail and DHL. <laughs> oh, fucking DHL. Those sons of bitches one time charged me, like, extra money on a package that got delivered. Really? After I received it, it was, like, three months later, and they're like, oh, you owe an extra 40 bucks on this. I'm like, you sons of bitches. What? Fucking Let me DHL. guess, and the content value was just literally $10 or something? No, it was... But it still wasn't worth 40 bucks, considering that this company sent me this thing, <laughs> and I paid them for the delivery fee like it'll be $30 for you know delivery and then fucking DHL like several months later is like oh you also owe an extra 40 bucks Mike are you fucking kidding me like wow anyway sorry that's got <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> that's what I think about DHL man yeah always trying to rip you off hey eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm taking that out on you but uh listen have a merry Christmas and a, and a happy holidays and uh, a happy new year and it was nice to catch up with you and you too Andy it was so good to speak to you again uh, it's been a whole year actually <laughs> yeah I'll try and catch up with you in the new year once you uh, put out some albums you can uh, yeah definitely come back on and talk about them and we'll we'll play them sounds great enjoy your holidays and a happy new year <laughs> we should play a Laura Dre track so what song should we play shit now why do I forget my, my own song now if looks could kill that's it <laughs> if looks could kill alright <laughs> Play That's that. okay. Yes. All right, well, let's do it. <laughs> this is Laura Dre with If Looks Could Kill. Bye, everyone. <laughs> So now I heard she's going, so I need to be there. I'm gonna follow.
And that was If Looks Could Kill by Laura Dre. It's always fun chatting with her. And of course, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to IP68, Jonathan Harden, Non Solo Inglés, Binkley, River Avenue, Accio Nakasone, Andrew Boris Seifert, and Cat Punk. And before we go any further, I should just say that we do have some birthdays, and I have a message here from one of my patrons. is from Joshua Winter, whose birthday is on December 26th. So happy birthday to you. And uh, he wrote this letter and he said, Hey Andy, my birthday is December 26th. So if you get a chance to do the whole shout-out thing, that'd be hella fantabulous. I meant to mention it earlier, but I like suck at remembering things sometimes. Hell, I don't even know if this is the proper forum for correspondence. I figure you'll see this eventually. Like I said, no big deal. When your birthday is the day after a religious figure, you get kind of used to nobody noticing. <laughs> By the way, just finished watching that stock footage commercial video and that shit had me cracking up. You do good shit and you bring joy to people. And it's awesome. Thanks, dude. Anyway, I'm out. Later, Choom. And that was from Joshua Winter. Well, thanks, Josh for the kind words, Joshua. And thanks for watching the video. You all should go watch the video as well. On the Beyond Synth YouTube page, there's a video about the artgrid.io stock footage thing, and it's a, it's a good time. So go check that out. And happy birthday to Joshua Winter. And, of course, on December 31st, a very happy birthday to Hampus ML. I hope you have a good birthday, dude. And, uh... Hopefully you do get some additional presents on top of the Christmas ones. If you celebrate Christmas, that is. I don't know. I don't know much about Hampus ML. But I do know that I want to wish you a happy birthday. So look, let's listen to a song. Now, after I talked to Florence, I went and watched clips of The Snowman. And, uh, <laughs> and that song is awesome. And then she mentioned that Wave Shaper did a cover. So I went to check it out. And it is good. So let's listen to it and then we'll keep uh, chatting with people. So this is Wave Shaper with Walking in the Air, which is a cover from the song from The Snowman. Man, which uh, I did actually skim through, and it seems pretty depressing, but it does have uh, some nice animations. So, anyway, look, Merry Christmas, all right? Here's Wave Shaper with Walking in the Air.
And that was Walking in the Air, which is a cover of the song from The Snowman by Wave Shaper. And that was a cool song, and it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Christian Cuejo, who does awesome stuff behind the scenes, helping me out with uh, artist links in the uh, episode descriptions and stuff like that. And he was also uh, on the show, so that was a fun time. And of course, a very Merry Christmas to Dalton Bell. David Lavalley Jr., Electromechanic, Joe Esposito, Luke Timmermans, Owen Magali, Philip Back, Replicant 69, and Ross Pentland. Merry Christmas to all of you. And now, let's go chat with Beckett. All right, well, I'm here right now with Beckett. How's it going, man? It's cold, but it's good. It's all going good. Mr. John Beckett. That's right. right. You got it right, baby. John Beckett. So what has been going on since I talked to you last? Oh, last time. Well, you've had a lot of shows, and uh, I've been glued to every one. It's like talking to, like, someone really famous now. And, uh, well, in my head anyway, <laughs> not saying you weren't famous before, but, you know, now I feel like, hey, celebrity status. And uh, I, I loved your shows. I loved everything that's been going out. I've been getting into my own stuff, like uh, my latest album came out. That's what I was working on. You know, personal things. I Last time I spoke to you, I got married. So there we go. I had a big uh, Hawaiian wedding, which was fantastic to the woman of my dreams. How many people went to the, the thing? Did you have just like a small group? No, no one. It was just me and my wife. Nice. We joked all the time that um, to my friends and stuff, like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's just going to be me and the wife and some sea turtles. And uh, there we were on the beach. We were getting married. The officiant was there doing her thing. And then I looked down, and just as we were there, what plopped up on the beach? A sea turtle. It's almost like he, he arrived on cue. It was fantastic. Oh, I thought you were going to say one of your friends. Oh, God, no. Just <laughs> rolled out of the water drunk and just like, what the fuck? Not invited. Yeah, dressed like a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the film Master of Disguise? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, it's a, With uh, Dana Carvey. Yeah, there's a turtle scene in that. Yeah. Famous one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The old famous turtle scene. Yeah. What a film. I hadn't thought about that film for many years. I watched that turtle clip the other day just to show my son. Yeah. That scene is one of the weirdest fucking things. Like, (laughs) it's so bizarre. He bites off the guy's nose. And then for a moment, the guy doesn't have a nose, and then he spits it back onto his face, and then it does a hard cut to him spinning in circles on the floor, and that's like the scene transition, and that's like how the sequence ends. It's so weird. It's not just that scene. The, the whole film is weird, man. I think it was one of the things that killed him off as an actor, really. There's got to be times, though, when you just walk on set. I mean, that the turtle makeup alone was just weird. <laughs> just fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, I've just loaded up the picture, the old picture, the turtle uh, costume, and yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, I don't remember it being that creepy. He's got that weird lip. Like his upper lip, like comes he to has a got point. The weird lip, yeah. It's like, and he's bald. Yeah. Like it's just weird, weird. Anyway, 
It's weird. Congratulations on getting married. Is your wife allowed into your studio, or is that a, uh, I was going to call it a boy zone? <laughs> is that a boy zone, your studio? <laughs> um, she's allowed in, definitely, mm-hmm. and uh, but she's not allowed to touch. Yeah, fair enough. Well, not the equipment, anyway. Wah, uh, <laughs> sex. <laughs> so that's cool, and everything's good. So does, yeah. does she have her own room in the house that, that is her studio? Yeah, yeah, I let her out there and again but um (laughs) she's got her own space she knows she works and studies in there and does what she needs to do and um i have my space she has her space and that's how you manage to stay together for so many years i've seen photos so you your Mm. studio is like proper right like did you properly soundproof it and all that stuff because it looks very professional yeah it's been sound treated it's um you know it has uh everything i need in it it has everything rooted and connected through the floor everything so you can just go from one part to the other and plug in and away you go so yeah it's been definitely thought about and it's been a culmination of many years coming together with different parts and different ideas for a studio but now i can turn around and there's the synth that's the sound i want i can link it to any of the others that's the sound i want from that machine hardly have to get out of the chair now it's all there right in front of me nice yeah just connections it's all good man it's all good so you can like spin in circles and like do everything you need to do like from the center yeah i can over this side um what no one can see obviously but i'm pointing over there and that's that's a good area over there (laughs) that's where the drum kit is so just imagine a uh a roland drum kit there you go i can spin around now looking over there that's the the bass wall it's got all the bases on. You know, if you've seen the picture, you, everyone can imagine it now. There's, there's a keyboard stack over there. There's like seven, seven cents on that wall. And then there's a master grand piano behind me and um, some reel-to-reel machines. So, yeah, I just hit record over there. I go and drum over there. I play a tune over there. It's a shame. It's not a, a visual medium, this. Well, you've <laughs> painted a very lovely picture on this this Christmas Beyond synth. Yeah. You know, we, everyone can imagine the keyboards in a stack. Yeah. I mean, I've got some uh, Santa hats on top of the guitars as well. So there's the Christmas element. Nice. Anything you need, you know. It could be uh, ready for Halloween next year. I change the light screen. Touch of a button now. Bing. All the lights go green. You could say the future is now. The future is now. I mean, we are living in the future, my friend. Just think, 20 years ago. Did you have access to wireless lights in your house where you could just go, I want that color? Or you could tell a robot in the corner of your room to change the lights for you? No. I remember just thinking colored lights themselves were like pretty amazing. Mm. Like to get, to go to school and if you had like a drama department and they would have like a blue light and a red light or something, be like, oh, like a red light. That'd be so cool. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when you first saw a blue LED? That 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 kind of blew my mind. Yeah, like, yeah. What? I love, I love different it. Different colors other than red. Now I've got blue LEDs everywhere. That's life now. It is. <laughs> I think that, that is like the synthwave lifestyle is like just having blue and red LEDs like yeah. just shooting from different corners of the room. That's what you need. Well, look, listen. Yeah. I've been uh, asking everybody because it's Christmas time. Yeah. About uh, a favorite Christmas movie. So what do you got? Scrooged. Bill Murray. Scrooged. Scrooge. I should add that to my list. That's right. What a Christmas film. Goodness brilliant it's just a deadpan comedy constantly from bill murray yeah it's just amazing you know obviously there's the the other classics that i would always go to on a, on a movie christmas night when we're watching a, a big stream of christmas movies i would also go for national lampoon's christmas vacation of course you, you know it's not christmas until you've seen clark griswold going mental with a chainsaw but scrooged every time so Listen, man. Yeah. I'm going to hang up on you. Oh. People should go check out your latest album. Oh, definitely. Call her on the line. That's the one. 
Yeah, definitely check that out. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, and it was a, it was a good time. Yeah, my favorite track was Night Liaison. Oh yeah, and I love the way you say liaison. It's like you got such a, a twang <laughs> to it. It's good. I like it. What do you say? <laughs> but the same. But you just have a better voice for it. <laughs> I, I don't think so. You, you have a nice, uh, deep, you know, baritone, right? You sound good. I mean, the the idea is that on the album, when you listen to the track caller on the line, I am the night liaison. So I say, it's, uh, you've joined me now, BKTTFM, and uh, I'm the night liaison, taking you into the night. Yeah, see? So that was the idea. Yeah, a bit like Midnight Caller with Gary Cole back in the 80s. Remember that? No. You don't remember that? I just pretend oh. to like all this 80s stuff. This whole synthwave thing, it's all just to get chicks. <laughs> Once they find out you're into synthwave, it's kind of like saying you're a big video gamer. And then, like, yeah. ladies just swarm to you. Yeah, they do. Well, you know, man. You you, got, you, you caught one. I caught one. The lady yeah. found out. You're just like, ooh, I make it the synth jams. And then she saw you uh, playing that thing you blow into. Yeah, well, that's where the magic happens. <laughs> it's all about the, uh, the blowing and the tubes. And yeah. Family show. Yes. The point is this. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, yeah. uh, Mr. Beckett. Uh, people should go listen to uh, Caller on the Line. It's a good album. Mm. And uh, I hope you have a, uh, a Merry Christmas over there and a Happy New Year and all that stuff. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Yeah. And so how about we play a Beckett song? What should we listen to? Well, as we are talking about Christmas and uh, you know what? I'd like to play the latest Christmas song I've made for the wonderful people out there. It's called Nostalgic Christmas. Awesome. Let's do it. And Merry Christmas to you. And now let's listen to this. This is Beckett with Nostalgic Christmas.
Alright, and that was Nostalgic Christmas by Beckett. And that, of course, was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very, very Merry Christmas to Artificial, Stagger, Tomasz Szymanek, Von Herzog, Polar Wildcat Studios, Mike Bailey, Tatsuya Miwa, Zen Frazier, Mr. Gimpson, and Fifty Shades of Beige. And I uh, hope you all have a lovely Christmas. Now, why don't we catch up, or actually meet for the first time, because <laughs> he's not been on the show before. Uh, let's have a quick chat with Elevate the Sky. All right, and I am here right now with Elevate the Sky, a.k.a. Do you say your whole name, Scott Eric McClure? Well, okay, so just usually just Scott McClure, but I, I have my name on social media as Scott Eric McClure because my first name is actually Eric but when I was a kid, I didn't like that name. You know who else's name is Eric? Who's that? The Crow. Eric Draven. Oh. Played by Brandon Lee. Yeah. And then he comes back from the dead and... That's right. ...takes revenge on the people who wronged him, like T-Bird. <laughs> and uh, what are the other guys' names? I ain't Skank. Skank. I love that movie. Anyway, look, listen, Merry Christmas to you. How's it going, man? Good, thanks. Merry Christmas to you. It's going great. So you've never been on the show proper, right? Oh, no. This is the first time. This is pretty cool. Well, this is going to be a very uh, abbreviated introduction, because I've, I know I've played some of uh, your tracks on the show before, and you've uh, supported the show and stuff like that, and you're a cool guy. Thanks. But since we're only going to be talking for like 10 minutes, there might not be enough time to do a whole uh, <laughs> history of Elevate the Sky. All good. Unless you want to, in like two minutes, explain everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Maybe like a really short summary, but yeah. So you're telling me then that Eric, you don't you don't address that Eric at all. I mean, now I I do. I know when I used to work at a bookstore, they all called me Eric uh, because there was another guy there named Scott. So I had to, and at that point, you know, I accepted it. But when I was a kid, I just for some reason didn't like it. But now it's cool actually may like it more than scott wait who was there first at the bookstore you were the other guy the other guy <laughs> okay okay so like it wasn't like some fucking like dick move somebody no did where no, it's no, just no like hey the new guy's here and you're changing your name <laughs> exactly yeah yeah he was already there so i had to change it what was he like were you a cooler scott than him actually he was one of the assistant managers and he was he was actually cool for a manager <laughs> Okay. He would, uh, you know, put on some cool music at night when we would close the store. He would just put on some rock music and stuff like that. He didn't try and sleep with any of the staff, did he? Now that, I don't know. Let's get this guy canceled. <laughs> yeah, let's get him Every canceled. time you hear about people back in the day, you know, it just seemed like anytime someone was in some sort of managerial position, they, they tried to hit on all the staff. Yeah, 30 years later. Yeah. It's like out of the blue. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big fan of canceling people. Yeah, especially people I've never met yep. who worked at places i don't know and have never been anyway <laughs> look merry christmas all right you got any cool christmas plans you know nothing other than work on this album and probably take a couple of days off and watch some christmas movies or something you know like elf and maybe gremlins so you're working on an album is that correct yes it's called dreaming in color 
Maybe I should change it to Dreaming in Christmas. Dreaming at Christmas or something like that. Well, if you release it now, are you going to release it now? No, January 27th. Well, then don't change that title. <laughs> That's my advice to you. I'm really good at giving advice to artists. That's true. <laughs> I love your show. I actually wish you did more video stuff, but I understand why you don't because it is a pain. But yes, I, I love watching your YouTube videos. They just take too damn long to make. Yeah. I tell you what, my, my promise to the people and for the like 18 listeners of beyond synth is if i can somehow start pulling in <laughs> five times more money then i'll just like uh, i'll hire a whole team i'll have like makeup artists and uh maybe i'll just hire makeup artists i won't make any videos at all and i'll just walk around and drag everywhere <laughs> there you go that's my new mission yeah that's, the, that's what beyond synth is going to be next year <laughs> yes well tell people you you just you put out a music video <laughs> that had a whole bunch of like uh, people in the synth scene like lip syncing and stuff i still haven't seen the damn thing am i did i make the cut oh yes you are definitely in there so everybody from you to north innsbruck michael oakley dana jean phoenix nina the golden hour a ton of people system glitch uh watch out for snakes is in there but yeah, I released it uh, about a week and a half ago. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Thanks. I think I filmed that thing for you, what, like a year ago? <laughs> oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. I think it was like last summer. Well, I guess it would have had to have been because like I've already been moved for like six months and my set's been like taken apart. So there is no Andy spaceship set right now. It's in pieces oh, shit. in a basement, oh. probably growing mold or whatever. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's life. When you make your sets out of cardboard yeah. sometimes it's hard to that's a cool set yeah and then mice eat it <laughs> i have a few friends that actually brought that up after they saw the video they were like man who's that cool guy with the puppets and that cool set i was like oh that's andy last of beyond synth blah 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 he's got a synth podcast show and they're just now getting into synth wave so it's kind of cool to introduce them to the king of synth wave. see this is why you're a cool guy <laughs> Because I've never once told anyone to listen to my show. So the fact that like other people are doing it, that's all that matters to me. One new listener a year is all I need or ever wanted. There you go. <laughs> and for them to then join the Patreon and do like $1,000 a month. Yeah. So we all need some more rich, really rich friends. Yeah. Where are they? I mean, it's like you watch television. It looks like everybody's rich until you meet them in real life and everybody's poor. It's yeah. like, wait, where's where the rich people? You seem like a charismatic guy. Go out there and meet some people <laughs> on my behalf. <laughs> I'm going to sit in my studio and, uh, you know, you go out there and make some cool music. And when people are like, hey, man, we dig these cool tunes of Elevate the Sky. <laughs> and you're like, you know what else is cool? And then you start fucking tossing my business cards at them. Yeah, like a PR team or something like that. The thing is this. It's the Christmas season. I've been asking all the other people I've chatted with today for a uh, a favorite Christmas movie. You got one of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to break it up into two because since we're synthwave and it's very 80s, I'll pick my 80s favorite and I'll pick my overall favorite. Mm. My favorite in the 80s is Gremlins. Mm -hmm. And my overall favorite is Elf. All right, that makes sense. I'm on board. I'm a fan of Gremlins. All my favorite Christmas movies are all those, you know, like the Die Hard 1 and 2 and oh, Gremlins yeah. and Batman Returns and, you know, yeah. things that just happen around Christmas or there's snow involved. <laughs> Same. I'm not big into, like, like you'll go to Netflix or Hulu and there's like a hundred Christmas movies and, and I'm like, no, I, I do not want to take a risk on these. Although, I just talked to Florence and she was talking about that movie just called The Snowman, uh -huh. which I, I did recognize the song from once I heard it, but I've never actually watched it. 
and it's just this snowman that comes to life and flies around and some falsetto kid sings like, like this <laughs> choir song and then the snowman <laughs> melts and that's like the end of the fucking thing oh. I just watched the ending on YouTube it's depressing oh I've got to see that yeah Florence makes good recommendations <laughs> she's in the video too Florence is even in there that's cool well I should uh, watch the video Yes. I missed when you released it. Awesome. So, Thanks. But I'm happy it's out. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's very difficult to promote unless you've got, like, tons of money. Your stuff is definitely not going to be seen by a lot of people. It's worse now than ever because Facebook and Instagram used to be really good about, you know, if you posted something, a lot of people would see it. Now you post it and your family members are, like, two months later, like, why didn't you release this? And I'm like, I did. I put it up on Facebook and I never saw it. And then some people, and you probably get this too, where some people will like a really old post that you posted. And you're like, what? What's going on? This thing is like three months old. (laughs) I feel like there's some other people who just repost things all the time. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, should I be doing that? Because <laughs> like whenever I'll scroll through my thing and even though I follow lots of people, I'll be like, oh, there's Zarina again. And I'll be like, so like, I don't know, like, is, is she just like posting the same posts from like eight weeks ago, like just again? And should I be doing that? Just repost? <laughs> I know I feel the same way. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know if I should. You know, you start feeling like it's spamming. But if you don't post it more than once, you're like, well, nobody's going to see it. So it's a fine line, I suppose. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is this, all right? I want you to have a, a lovely Christmas time. Thank you. You too. And have a have a good holiday and a, and a happy new year. Thank you, and you as well, my friend. Before we say goodbye to you, we'll throw to a track. So what should we listen to? We are the Dreamers, featuring Michael Oakley. And so just to be clear, you did have a previous version of this. Was that a secret? Because you sent it to me, but then this version has, has been like, it's now like a Michael Oakley kind of, uh, do you say featuring? Is that how you're wording this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, featuring. Yeah, I actually released it on a compilation for Aztec Records, Retro Wave Volume 3. So it did get released. It was a small release because I, I really wanted to kind of keep it you know, on the DL until the video was released. Right. And... You know, Mike Wokley had been talking and, you know, chatting. And he just was like, hey, I really like that song, We Are the Dreamers. I, I really think that you should send it to me. And what do you think about me laying down some vocal tracks and mixing it? And I was like, well, yeah, Michael Oakley, you bet. <laughs> you know, so I, I shipped it to him, you know. Nice. Well, that's a, that's a lovely Christmas story. Yes. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to tie it together. All right. Well, look, man, uh, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Keep on being a cool guy. Thank you. And now let's listen to this. This is Elevate the Sky featuring Michael Oakley with We Are the Dreamers. Yes. 
right, and that was Elevate the Sky featuring Michael Oakley with We Are the Dreamers. And don't forget, there's a video to check out there, too, with lots of uh, little cameos from people in the synthwave scene, including myself. And uh, I should take my own advice and go watch that video because I, <laughs> I haven't yet, but I will. That is my promise to you, the people. Of course, that uh, song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Anders Enger Jensen, Arcade Eyes, Captain Big Bucks, Kevin Taylor, Cenotaph, Kempop, Chest Press Magoo, Christopher Albert, Christopher Hudson, Dana Jade Phoenix, Dave Woolston, Dex, and Harkaden. Merry Christmas to all of you. And now, let's catch up with Yota. All right. Well, I'm here right now with Yota. Merry Christmas, Yota. Merry Christmas to you as well, too. <laughs> Let's start again. Oh, fuck. No, Let's no. start again. Let's start we're, again. I'm, I'm literally only recording for like 10 minutes with each person, so we're going to keep all the screw-ups. that's not nice (laughs) that's not nice okay keep it keep it so what have you been up to since i talked to you last time i've been finishing the album you're like what you were finishing the album back then as well already no actually yeah i've been finishing the album because we had some uh, mixing issues like it took a bit longer than usual to merge all the tracks together so that they have overall a kind of like a sound that works with each other because there are several different producers on the album and you Usually it was easier this time. It took a little bit longer. There were several different tracks that we needed to work on extra, a little bit extra, but that's done. So uh, the album is done. Uh, The album is sent to the label and the label, I'm waiting for feedback basically from the label. I think they're going to love it. My manager said that he loves it. So already that's a good sign. Outside that, I'm working on side projects. I can't talk too much about that, but I'm going to write a song for a movie. So that's a a thing also. Yeah, that's I'm really, really happy and looking forward to that. Which labels putting out the, the new album? Well, the, the album is sent to, to my label, NRW. Okay, okay. So my label. It's my label. I'm running it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You, you've taken over New Retro Wave. Okay. I'm taking over New Retro Wave, totally. Ten doesn't know about it. Ten who runs the label. But I, I'm telling him that, that I'm going to take over the label now. I, I released Hazy Paradise, Lucid Dreams, and um, Strangers on Film. They're all released on the same label on NRW. And I'm very happy with them. So I would love to continue to work with them. But as I said, I'm waiting for the feedback. So nothing is set. Well, if the feedback is good, when do you think this album drops? I would say that it can happen anytime soon. Honestly, between January and March. Do you have any Christmas plans? Uh, I do. I am now in Sweden uh, as we speak, and I'm going to spend Christmas with my family, uh, you know, visiting friends, because I'm from here. So that's what I'm uh, doing. I'm freezing, but I'm very happy. So I'm just going to spend time with family and friends. Well, that's very sweet. Is it snowing there right now? It's not snowing, but if you would see me, you would laugh, because I, I'm wearing, like, 10 layers of clothing and I'm sitting under some covers because it's so cold like I don't know they don't know how <laughs> heating works in this building but it's so so cozy people are selling like Christmas trees on the streets and it's very very dark but it's cozy dark have you been in the north? the north of Sweden? yeah like in the north of Europe Scandinavia no I have not 
Yeah. Well, you should visit. Because <laughs> the thing is that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we get lots of snow here. It gets very cold and and dark as well. No, it doesn't. It's only here. <laughs> some some kind people uh, gave us a snow blower because they got a a new one. Yeah. They gave us their old one, and I've never had a snowblower before for, like, uh, cleaning out the driveway and stuff. It's very exciting. Wow. That's very high-tech. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, 2.0. It is 2.0, because I was doing 1.0, and I (laughs) fucked my back up, because, like, we just have these shitty shovels. That's my story about that. Hey, I've been asking everybody about a favorite Christmas film. Do you have a favorite Christmas film? I do. But I'm just trying to figure if it's... Yeah, it was a long time ago. It's with the Michael Caine is in it. But the thing is, is it a series? Is it a movie? It's Scrooge, you know Scrooge? Mm-hmm. But it's with Michael Caine. It's the version with... It's the one with Michael Caine in it. I love it. You mean with the Muppets? Yeah, maybe it is part of the Muppets. Yeah, right? Yeah, the Muppets That's Christmas what Carol. It is. That's what you're talking about. That's it. And I love it. I think Michael Caine is a brilliant actor. I think it's great. And there's something very interesting about that guy, I think. <laughs> there's something about this guy that makes me like very relaxed and I'm also very fascinated by him. I don't know, there's something. Let's put it like this. I do really appreciate him as an actor. There's something kind of sly about him. Yeah. Yeah, he like he's cool. Like I think he's a cool actor. Like I'm I'm more used to seeing him in stuff recently because he's in a whole bunch of like Christopher Nolan movies, you know, like he was Alfred in those Batman movies and mm-hmm. in the Prestige. And but I I should go back and watch some of the uh, the older ones. Yeah, that's how I remember. Like that's the older ones that I remember. I haven't seen the recent ones or the pre. You know, so my feeling is that he has something. There's a depth to it. There's something interesting there. I don't know what it is, but there is something. It's like with Jack Nicholson, although it's way different. Mm-hmm. But there is something. There are layers and layers, and it's like an like an onion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope one day I can be compared to an onion when someone describes me. You're gonna be the biggest onion with yeah, the yeah. most layers there are to be found. <laughs> that guy's a real fucking onion. So, do you have uh, some plans for the new year? You're just gonna relax. You, are you gonna have a relaxing Christmas holiday? Or are you still kind of writing music and singing and stuff? Or are you gonna actually just sit around under some blankets? I am gonna relax. Uh, I'm not gonna do music. I mean, a month without recording is not a big deal. It's okay. But I have all the other things to do like around the thing, like the release, uh, press pictures, things like that. Uh, but the New Year's will be very, very uh, chill. I mean, with some champagne, of course. Why don't you just cheat like everyone else is doing and put your face into one of those AI-generated pictures? Oh, I, I won't do that. I'm not at all interested in that. <laughs> but I'm, I see them everywhere. But it's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, the thing is, I think the AI art is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, when everyone started posting AI images mm-hmm. of themselves, then it's like it's not fun anymore. Like it's more fun when like you're the one yeah. doing the unique thing, and then like when everyone else is doing it, it's like all right. I'm not going to do it then. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. But I think I'm going to edit my own press pictures. That sounds maybe not so professional, but I do. I'm pretty good at, you know, I know Photoshop and stuff like that and, and you know, editing pictures. So I think I'm going to do that myself because then it will turn out more or less the way I want. Are you part of the Adobe Creative Cloud? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not. Or maybe I am. <laughs> 
I'm skilled enough to be able to deliver at least uh, the press pictures that are decent. Let's put it like that. But then, as as far as for the for the cover and stuff like that, there will be somebody else, of course, who makes the cover for the album and stuff like that. I just mean because if you're using Photoshop, you know, you have to pay the subscription fee to Adobe uh, unless you're using some other software. Uh no, no, I I am using Adobe and I am paying for it. Well, then you are part of the creative cloud. Okay, sorry, I didn't understand your question. <laughs> it wasn't a very good question. Darling. I didn't get it. it well, I'm very sorry for this. <laughs> sorry, I uh, I say stupid things to people. Maybe it was a Canadian thing. Uh, no, no, no. It's a stupid thing. It's uh, it's my personal problem. Okay. I'm like a onion. <laughs> but look, the point is this, okay? Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and uh, that all your wishes come true and all of the good stuff. Do you have uh, a Yota track we should play? You know what? I want you to play Limelight, please. Limelight? Because it has more than one million plays on YouTube now. Ooh, so look at you. Limelight. Yeah, I'm so happy. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, keep on being cool. We'll talk to you in the new year. And now let's listen to this. This is uh, Yota with Limelight.
And that was Limelight by Yota. And that, of course, was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Joseph Nelson, Kai, King Koopazilla, Christian Micklebust, Little Bits, Mike Go Visit Andy, Neon Zone, Prophet of Jupiter, and Roboito. Feliz Navidad. And now, uh, let's go catch up with Watch Out for Snakes. All right, well, I'm here right now with Watch Out for Snakes. How's it going, man? What's going on, Mr. Last? I'm very well, Mr. Matt Baum. Did I say that right? <laughs> you did, actually. Good job. I'm sure that we've talked about it before. I feel like we talked about everything under the sun before, but uh, yeah, no, you pronounced it perfectly. So good job. Hopefully I did that last time as well. I get in my own head about stuff, you know what I mean? Where, like, if you ever felt like you might have pronounced something wrong, and then even if I go through, like, a period of time pronouncing it right, it's always going to be in the back of my head that I had that second-guessing myself, (laughs) and it will never go away. So do you find yourself kind of, like, second-guessing yourself back into the wrong pronunciation? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking dumb. It's like, uh, it's what happens when your brain is damaged. But look, it's Christmas time. All right. It's the time of the season. The reason for the season is watch out for snakes. So what's going on for you, man? Do you have uh, some Christmas plans? Yeah, actually, as soon as I get off of this interview with you, I am going to be going straight to bed because past me thought it would be a good idea to book myself a 6.20 a.m. flight out to Oakland, California, where I'm going to be meeting up with my sister, uh, which I'm, I'm happy about that aspect of it. I'm just really not happy about the idea of waking up at like four in the morning in order to catch my flight out of Atlanta. So thanks. Thanks past me for that. Well, you can thank me, too, for uh, <laughs> delaying that another 10 minutes, the sleep you need. That's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm always happy to spend time chatting with you, Andy. See, that's what I like to hear. I mean, other than that, things are going well. I actually just got, uh, well, not done, done, but like I, I did uh, the majority of shooting on a new music video for an unreleased single that uh, hopefully will actually get released with... I guess sometime in then, like the January time frame. But like, I'm, I'm excited about this one because I'm actually collaborating with a couple of professionals. I'm not doing it like the, the COVID DIY, like quarantine style that I did for my previous video, which was a learning experience, but I felt like it was probably time to step things up a little bit. Uh, the shooting that we did the other night was mainly focused on the performance portions of the video. We've got kind of like a loose narrative that we're kicking around, but we kind of ran out of time for shooting that day. So I think we're going to probably end up coming back to that after the holidays and, and do a couple of shoots around that. And I, I don't want to give away too much because, you know, I want there to be some surprise when the video actually comes out. But I'm I'm excited about like some of the, the ideas that we've kicked around and the person that I'm working with has uh, a lot of like film experience here in the Atlanta area. So I'm psyched to see what, you know, some of the lighting setup that he had at his place, you know, just kind of how that turned out. So um, yeah, I'm really psyched to be able to share it with everybody. That's exciting. You know, if you are trying to think of a concept and you can't, this is the thing that everyone can fall back on is just cut back to like a lady doing a strip tease on a pole. (laughs) So it shows you performing, just cuts back to some lady's ass, back and forth, back and forth, and you have yourself a winner. I will say I have gotten a couple of offers from some women that uh, offered to pose on top of cars uh, for the, <laughs> the 
<laughs> the, the work in progress. So I told them that, uh, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd give them a buzz if it came to that. Dude, you but, have to uh, do it so tastelessly. That's what That would be like just the funniest thing is just you get this women just posed in the sleaziest way for like your next album cover and then you just stand next to the car just giving a thumbs up, just like smiling and then just watch out for snakes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, I've had... I've had this like music video idea for a while. Not not the one that I'm using for for this video, but like another idea that I've been kicking around which I'll go ahead and share like if anybody comes out with a video that that uses this idea, you'll know where they got it from. But I I love the idea of going out and purchasing a couple of Power Wheels cars <laughs> and and basically just like staging a whole kind of spoof outrun sequence where, you know, you've got the crazy blue and red lighting and the fog and it's got like the Kavinsky kind of like vibes going but then you know it pulls back and then you see that it's just a tiny little Power Wheels car that only comes up to like my shins. That would be awesome. And then, you know, cut to me like speeding down the through a busy intersection, like with actual cars going by me, and <laughs> and uh, you know I'm like somehow crammed inside of this tiny Power Wheels with some like really dramatic uh, camera work. Man, you're gonna get squished if you're gonna drive on the real roadway, won't you? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Atlanta. That's definitely taking your life in your own hands. <laughs> but anything for the the meme or the or the joke, you know. I haven't. Uh, driven in a Power Wheels car like as a grown up like do they have enough force that they can actually propel an adult person or do they like drive real slowly and the battery dies I don't know it probably depends on how much the adult person uh, in question weighs Mm. and in my case I'm kind of skin and bones so I think that it's got enough to push you along my main concern was just like how do I squeeze myself into there like I don't you know, my legs would probably be hanging across the hood and like my butt would probably barely be be in the actual seat. I have no idea how I would actually get to the pedals other than just like using one of my hands. But that was the concern I've seen. But I, I'm fairly certain that I've seen some YouTube videos of adult people messing around with power wheels. Yeah, they must, right? I just feel like it's one of those things that sounds like it would be more fun than it is. And then when you finally go do it. It'll just be like they'll drive really slow and then the battery dies like seven minutes later. I'm sure that's still the vibe, but again, you know, that would be hilarious from the perspective of the video that I'm kind of pitching. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we still got to finish this one first, though. So there's that. Yeah. You know, we don't want to put too much on your plate. You've got flights to get to. You've got sleeps to do. You got a, uh, you know, you got this music video to finish and all this stuff. So I want to make sure you're, uh, you're all well rested before you start, uh, killing yourself on the highway in a fucking power wheels right exactly i want to be well rested going to meet my maker (laughs) basically on the underside of like an actual an actual vehicle's tire that just like freaking ran me over same size as the car (laughs) that'd be awesome well look man listen this is you know this is the christmas episode i'm i've been asking everybody for a a favorite christmas film Okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say Die Hard, like, even though it is a Christmas movie. I will movie, say I, this. I, get, I just get tired of it. Yeah, but I feel like one of the most common answers I've received so far is everyone not wanting to say Die Hard. <laughs> I, I'll go with, like, the next most obvious, like, synth, synth edgy choice, which is The Thing. Like, I've, I always have just, like, considered The Thing uh, like a solid Christmas film. And I, I used to watch it with my dad. Uh, every holiday so that's <laughs> that's kind of my that's my top pick i mean it's it's my favorite movie period but uh, like nobody can convince me that it's not a christmas movie even though <laughs> like the time of year is kind of 
the time of year is kind of like nondescript in there. It's just, uh, you know, there's lots of snow. So Well, that's been know. my criteria as well, because like uh, one of my favorite Christmas films is like Edward Scissorhands. And that's just because at the end he carves up that statue and then it snows over the town. And then it's like, it's kind of Christmassy at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I definitely consider that Christmassy. I feel like the, the intro sequence and then like the ending both take place in that kind of like winter landscape kind of vibe. Yeah, so that's my that's my choice. I, I also like Jingle All the Way. That's, that's kind of a classic. And then um, and then Gremlins Two. I just like recently rediscovered. That was something that I used to watch that all the time as a kid, and I just rediscovered it as an adult. And it's pretty wild and crazy and fun. So if if people haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. Yeah, no, Gremlins Two is cool. Although Gremlins Two doesn't take place at Christmas, does it? I think it does. It's just not as apparent because they're in the big city and. Uh, they're inside of the building for most of the time, but I'm I'm fairly certain that I mean I could be completely wrong on that, but I'm fairly certain it's another Christmas film. All right. Well, maybe we can just call anything a Christmas film. Also, I, w- I was paying attention, but I had to get on the Googles and just look look and see. And it, it does say, at least if Wikipedia is to be believed, mm-hmm. the first line in the plot summary is the film opens at an undisclosed date in December, close to Christmas. Okay. So, there you go. All right. Well, it's settled. Another Christmas mystery solved, <laughs> thanks to Detective Matt Baum. I've got the best Googling fingers in, in the, I guess, <laughs> South? I don't know. <laughs> Put that on your uh, online dating bio. <laughs> don't get me started there. We don't have enough yeah. time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, look, you got to get to sleep. So I, ho- I wish you a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I hope you enjoy uh, spending time with family. I really appreciate you having me on, and I hope that you have a great holiday and have a great time with your family as well. Well, I'll try. I'll probably be editing the whole time. But uh, the point is <laughs> that Christmas is a, is a time of cheer. So how about this? Uh, we'll say goodbye to you, and then we'll listen to a uh, Watch Out for Snakes track. So what should we uh, listen to? Well, uh, I think we should listen to Time Never Enough, which is uh, one of the singles from my most recent album that came out earlier this year. All right, man, let's do it. So uh, Merry Christmas to you, and now let's listen to this. This is Watch out for snakes with time never enough
And that was Time Never Enough by Watch Out for Snakes. And I hope his flight was all right, because right now flights are not having a good time in my province because of the weather bomb. And of course, uh, that song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to Roman, Simon Norberg, Star Nomad, Steve from The Matrix, The Axel Effect, The Naked Flame, Tim Ross, Tron Travolta, Vincentane, and Watch Out for Snakes! <laughs> Merry Christmas, dude. Alright, and now let's go catch up with Dead Life. All right, and I'm here right now with Dead Life. How's it going, man? I'm good, dude. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Eddie. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) How's things? Ah, things are okay. How you been? Yeah, just uh, writing a lot, as usual. That's what I know about you, man. You like to just hunker down and make music all the time. That's your life. Yeah, basically, yeah. I think for like two years now, I've just been basically writing non-stop like i've just finished my next album so um at the moment i'm just like i've got to like try and get back to normality now where i like leave the house and actually speak to people and <laughs> get my social <laughs> skills back which is really difficult man i'm i'm not taking into account right now the the time zone difference but it's a uh, very late where you are isn't it yeah it's uh almost two in the morning and i've just woken up pretty much <laughs> Are you, like, losing the color in your skin? Do you look like a vampire? Oh, yeah. I'm, like, translucent. Like, completely translucent. You know what? I don't even remember last time I saw the sun. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't remember. I mean, it's winter now, to be fair. But, uh, <laughs> even in summer, because, like, we had a heat wave, and I didn't even go outside because I was like, oh, it's too hot. So I just stayed inside and kept writing. So everyone's like, oh, it's really hot outside. And I was like, well, I'm not going outside. So I've just basically stayed inside writing the whole time. Well, you still have some, like, social interaction, though, right? You got, like, roommates and, like, people pop by and stuff. Yeah, uh, I see my housemate sometimes. (laughs) Uh. Do you have any Christmas plan? Are you literally just going to, like, sit in there like a hermit? Actually. You got some family to visit? What are you doing? Yeah, this year I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and drive and see my parents because I don't normally do that. But, yeah, plan is this year, Christmas Eve, drive back stay at my parents and then probably stay there for a couple of days so that'll be cool at least like uh, at least your music is good so at least there's like something good that like comes of this because this would be really depressing if you made shitty music you know what I mean like if it's like <laughs> he stays inside all the time like a hermit and the music sucks and then it'd be like oh what the hell is he doing it for but like I really do love your music so like you know I guess if that's like the sacrifice you gotta make like it's interesting you say that because like I'm always like man I spend all this time writing music and my stuff's like not even good. <laughs> That's no, 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 it's think. good. Like, come I'll on, like, you, you know, I, I hear a lot of things and uh, the music of Dead Life is always, uh, it, it makes me happy. I, I guess maybe it's part of the process. Like, so what I'll do is I'll do an album and then I'm always like, like I'm happy with the album when I've written it and then I'll keep writing and be like, oh man, this is so much better than the album I've just done. Like I need to keep improving. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that's why I keep writing because I'm always like, oh, but I've got this idea and I want to make it bigger and I want to make it like the sounds like this. Is there like an addictive quality to this? If you ever been addicted to like other things and like now you've funneled it into making music? A little bit, but I think, I think when I was 
younger I was always like into like music stuff and because I couldn't write all the time because I was in bands and and the bands I was in were always like oh you know like we can't write all the time we can't practice all the time when I started making electronic music that was like oh I can do it literally all the time because I haven't got to wait for anyone to go to the practice room and write do you know what I mean I mean there's been some things like I I don't gamble because I know that I have got quite an addictive personality yeah I know that if I did start gambling I'd probably be just gambling until my life is just gone. <laughs> like, I'd just be gambling all day. But music, something else. It's like, there's just something about writing music, which is like a high. I love it because I love how much you love making it. Because whenever we talk, it's always like, <laughs> just you just go off on just like how much you love writing and stuff. And I feel like it's just because since I appreciate the music you make so much and I think it's so cool, I guess I sort of, um, I like transpose my own sort of like needs and wants on like other people and I go like, well, you know, he needs needs a lady over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you seem to be quite content just immersing yourself in music, but uh, you need a lady over there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I've, I've been in relationships like on and off for years. Maybe for like two years ago, I was like, you know what? Like this hasn't really worked out because what happens is I'll be writing loads and then I just disappear for like two weeks. Like I don't text or anything, but I don't know I'm doing it. I'll just be like writing all the time. Maybe you need to date like another artist of some kind. Uh, Maybe. Find yourself a female recluse that's like you (laughs) where like she's got to go into a nest and like paint or something. Yeah. Then you guys just kind of meet in the middle. Possibly. Yeah. Because what's happened in the past is people are like, oh yeah, I'm totally fine with it. And then... <laughs> well, that's always a lie. Yeah, always a lie. Like, honestly. Because <laughs> um, people just get a bit like, I know you said that you were like this, but I didn't think you were actually like this. I'm like, well, what did you expect? <laughs> I told you I was like this. Like, I've just finished my new album. It took me ages. And already I'm like writing new stuff that's like, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll write another track. And then I'm like, oh, this is really good. You know, if you enjoy doing something and you're slowly getting better at it or you're starting to learn a lot about it it is addictive it's like wow this is like really cool i just need to get out of the cycle of just writing and writing and writing i mean i said after like three albums like oh i'll do three albums and then i'll go live i'm like 11 albums deep now (laughs) like when's it gonna stop (laughs) well you got so much content right like when you go live you get to sort of pick and choose all your favorites from the uh the back catalog yeah that's gonna be hard (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be like, which one do I pick? I've got about 130 odd tracks. I'm like, which ones? You know, because I could pick the ones that are popular on Spotify, but there's some that I'm like, yeah, but I, that's a really good, that'll be one that's really good live. I think ideally I'd like to do like a two hour set, but I'd be absolutely exhausted. So I, I have to figure something out. Like, but, um, you know, like we'll see. You know, I got to hang up on you, but I, uh, I've been asking everybody a favorite Christmas film. You got a favorite Christmas film? Uh, yeah, but I reckon everyone's probably said it already, but it's probably the first Die Hard. Has that been used before? Has everyone said that? I'll tell you what. You know what everyone has said? What? That they won't say Die Hard because they're assuming everyone else is going to say Die Hard. <laughs> I'll fucking say it then. So you're the, so you're the one who actually said it because everyone else is like, well, say so everyone else is going to say Die Hard, so I won't. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't be like an edge lord all the time and i am most of the time so for, for <laughs> films let, let's go with die Art. <laughs> i'm not much of a christmas movie guy so yeah uh those are the ones that are always my favorite is the ones that just happen to take place at christmas like i even throw die hard 2 up there yeah that's christmas too man absolutely there is another film actually that i could probably i could pick another one actually instead of that one uh christmas lamp christmas christmas lampoon uh lampoon's christmas <laughs> vacation <laughs> I don't know how you say it though. Is it Christmas vacation? Yeah, it's National Lampoon's Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 
that one. That's got the probably the best Christmas song on it as well, or one of the best Christmas songs on it. <laughs> this the intro is so good. Well, listen, man, I gotta I gotta hang up on you, but it's always nice to catch up and chat. Yeah, it's cool, man. And I I wish you a merry Christmas and a, and a happy holiday. And you too. You too. I don't mean to keep bugging you about getting a lady. I just think it's a funny thing to say <laughs> to somebody on a, on a radio show. Because <laughs> one of these days, you know, you're going to wake up from this thing and you're going to be like some old man. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, man, I, I had some prime years of getting down with a lady that I could have been doing. And now, like, my back is fucked or, like, my leg is fucked or something. <laughs> I don't know. I check in the future and we'll see where I am. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I could be married and all that. Nah, I doubt it, but who knows? Yeah. Well, if you can find a lady who's just comfortable with you taking off for two weeks. But I mean, like, if you're not actually having an affair, because half the time, that's just the thing that they'd be upset with. It's just like, oh, oh, my husband's disappeared, you know, and then like, oh, he's, he's gone, had an affair. And then like, it turns out that you're just fucking in the studio and just forgot to call. Yeah. I'll tell you what, just get Discord or like WhatsApp or like actually, you know, and, and then you can speak to me. Like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Honestly, it's that easy. In fact, just get Discord. Hit me up on Discord. I'll talk. I'll be there, like, because I have that on a different monitor, so it's fine. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, listen. Happy holidays to you. Let's end with a dead life track. What's uh, what should we play? Uh, we'll play Strands Unravel because uh, yeah, we'll play that one. Awesome. So listen, you have a lovely day, and we'll uh, talk to you in the new year. Yeah. And Merry Christmas. And now uh, let's listen to this. This is uh, Strands Unravel by Dead Life.
And that was Strands Unravel by Dead Life. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to City Lights, Katner, Ivan, Stu, Triple the M, Antilog, Pattern Shift, Silent H, Russ Nice, Acid Dre, 653 to Midnight, Argen1981, Brendan Kellum, and Chris Roberts. Merry Christmas to you. And now let's go catch up with JJ Mist. All right, well, I'm here right now with JJ Mist. How's it going? Hello, Andy. How are you? I'm good. How have you been? It's been like many years since I talked to you. I know. Um, I've been taking a break. There's a few complications here and there, but I'm back now, slowly getting back into producing and um, making some new tunes. So I'm excited to share some more information about that very soon. Ooh, that's it. A tantalizing tease. That's it. That's yep. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time I talked to you? I feel like it was like fucking like five years ago or something. Like when was it? Yeah, because we didn't we did an episode together, didn't we? And you also came on maybe even like in one of those Christmas episodes where I had like multiple guests. Oh yes, I remember that. And I feel like even that was probably like four years, four Christmases ago. Oh my gosh, where does the time go? I swear it just flies by. <laughs> well, anyway, the bottom line is this. It's the Christmas time of year. It's exciting. JJ Mist is back. She's uh, she's making tunes. <laughs> and uh, it's the, the Christmas season. You got any cool Christmas plans? I'm going to spend it with my dog and my partner. And yeah, we'll just be hanging out. I think we're going to be getting drunk. So that should be fun. <laughs> mm. We bought a whole bunch of booze today we bought some um like you know baileys Mm -hmm. i do basically the cheap version of that (laughs) um i think it's called shamrock cream or something bought a bottle of that and we bought some cheap whiskey so we're gonna have a fun day and and it sounds like the next day you're gonna have a headache i will yes (laughs) fucking shamrock shake or whatever the fuck it is (laughs) shamrock I couldn't believe the price of Bailey's, like 50-something for a bottle of Bailey's. I was like, nah. (laughs) What is the exchange rate with the Canadian dollar? Hold on here. Oh, let's find out. Actually, I want to (laughs) know. New Zealand dollar to Canadian. Your dollar is worth more than mine. What? Oh, my God, it is. My dollar is fucking 87 cents to the New Zealand dollar. Oh, my goodness. How about that? Oh, wow. I'm used to the New Zealand dollar being less than everyone else's. So 50 New Zealand dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's about $52 for a, the biggest size bottle, you know. I kind of remember. Wait, the hold on, hold on. Milliliter or whatever it was. Oh! What? <laughs> we're reading this wrong. Oh, no. Okay. I wish I understood finance. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of what I thought. One New Zealand dollar is worth 87 Canadian cents. Yeah, that makes more sense, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. <laughs> I had a bit of a shock when you were telling me. I was like, that can't be right. So in actual fact, <laughs> $50 is 43 Canadian dollars. Yep, that sounds so, right. let me look up the Liquor Control Board in Ontario, the province <laughs> I live, and see how much Bailey's is. Do they have a website? Yeah. While that's loading, why don't you uh, tell people what you've been up to? There's really not much to say. Uh, I have been absent from social media and... Um, on purpose? Yeah, well, yes, actually. Actually, on purpose too, because it, it can get a bit too much on social media. So it's good to just disconnect for a while. So I did that 
and then I, I did get sick and so um, I was just taking care of myself to get myself better and then um, I'm coming back now slowly I've, I'm always writing music so I've always got music you know there it's just like getting the songs finished and everything it's a huge process takes a lot of energy so now we're getting songs finished me and my partner are working together on some new material which I'll be making an announcement very soon Ooh. and um, really excited it's a little bit different you know heavier side rocky putting in a bit of rock and roll spirit into you know rock meets synths I suppose and so um, still keeping it super 80s and more info to come soon okay guess what and I got a puppy we'll talk about your dog in a sec I just want you to know <laughs> that Bailey's original Irish cream yes is $43.45 Canadian at the LCBO. Ah. So it's literally okay. the exact same price. Okay. Because that converts to 50 New Zealand dollars. Yep, there you go. Wow. So, <laughs> that's... Listen, we learned a lot. It's Christmas yeah. time. We're always learning. It's exciting. We did. What's your dog's name? <laughs> Shitty. What? <laughs> Shitty. She's a little shit. Is that her actual name? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's... um. Any, but we we just call her Shitty because she's she's a Shih Tzu, so mm. uh, Shih Tzu mixed with a um oh, no I can't think of it, but yeah she's a little shit so we call her Shitty. There you go. <laughs> what uh, did, uh, is that like a fluffy dog? <laughs> yeah, super fluffy, super fluffy. She always gets like little knots in her hair. Yeah. So we've always you know got to comb them out and and yeah she requires a lot of maintenance and you know attention <laughs> these are all these things that i never think about and we're learning them too because i got like a i got a fluffy cat oh and i've cute. never had like a really fluffy cat before and since he's so fluffy he gets like uh, shit like stuck in his fur so we had to shave <laughs> his ass <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that, it's what you have to do though, because it can cause mat- it causes matting. Yes, and that it can actually be quite painful for them. Mm. No, oh my god, that's hilarious. What you got to do, man? This is what people do for their pets. You got to take care of your pets, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. Well, it sounds like you have a nice uh, Christmas lined up there, getting wasted dog <laughs> it sounds like i'm just like a piss head but i'm not i really i don't drink that much but it's like when it comes to like christmas it's like oh you know why not it's nothing else to do i live in new zealand and there's literally like nothing to do here fucking piss so head. Let's get drunk. <laughs> that's an awesome thing to fucking piss head that's what we we call it <laughs> getting drunk yeah i heard they uh they turned uh, the, the hobbiton into like an airbnb didn't they you can go do that. I didn't hear about that, but they, you know, pr- they probably did. I apologize. Whenever I talk to people from New Zealand, I bring up Hobbiton every time. That's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. no, it's okay. Uh, my partner is a hardcore Lord of the Rings fan. He actually he was in it as an extra, Ooh. so he he's hardcore into it. So I got more into it since being with him. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot more now than I did before. Maybe, well, <laughs> then maybe he knows all about fucking um, Hobbiton. Yeah, he might. He probably does, but I, I haven't asked him. But yeah, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they did turn it into a B&B. They can make a bit more money that way, I guess, and get more tourists, you know, staying there in the little huts. Yeah. Even though, like, it was just, like, a set. So, like, I can't imagine what the fuck happens when you open the door. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it just be, like, a fucking just bunch of boards? Peter Jackson just fucking having a wank? <laughs> Whoa. <fuck. laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm tired. 
<laughs> no worries. I've been recording a lot of these. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, I wish I was more laid back when I'm talking, but then I, I don't wish I was because then I would say some terrible things. I don't want anyone getting cancelled from uh, going back to some old episode of Beyond Synth and, oh. can you believe she fucking called them all piss heads, you know? And- <laughs> Great Australian accent. <laughs> Well, I try my because best. People, they they think they're Aussie and the Kiwi accent are the same, and it's like they're so different. <laughs> Anyways, listen, mm. it's Christmas time. I've been asking people if they have a, a favorite Christmas film. What you got? Mm. Oh, okay. So my cr- uh, favorite Christmas film, I just have to be generic and say Home Alone. But I, I just love it. I don't know what it is about it. It's just it just brings me back to my childhood. I guess in a way, even though. It wasn't at that time. Oh, wait. When did it come out? 90s, right? Yeah, the first one. Did it come out? 1990, 1991, something. Uh, yeah, like it's it's right at the start, uh, right? Yeah. And then the, But the sequel like was hot yeah. on its heels. That's right. Was the sequel the one he went to New York? Yeah. So 1990 is That's Home right. Alone, and then 92 yeah. is Home Alone 2, yeah. Lost in New York. That's right. Yeah. Oh, no. I really love the first one. I just like that movie. Yeah. Well, it's a fun. It's a fun movie. So look, listen. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna hang up on you now. Okay. I want to say uh, a merry Christmas. Yes. And happy holidays. And I hope you have a good one. Thank you so much for having me. We'll catch up with you in the new year because uh, sounds like there's some irons in the fire, so to speak. There is. Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, no, thank you so much for having me, Andy. And merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, have a happy new year. We should probably listen to a JJ Mist song. So what? Uh, what should we listen to? Ah, uh, so this is off communication. The song's called Sick Obsession. All right, well, let's do it. And uh, and happy holidays to you. Now, let's listen to this. This is Sick Obsession by J.J. Mist.
And that was Sick Obsession by J.J. Mist. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very merry, merry Christmas to Color Theory, Enrico Guili, Eric Mendoza, Eric Soikins, Heartbeat Hero, Joshua Blum, Junkmail Jeff, Lunar Baboon, Martin, Nathan Winter, Night Raptor, Seach, Stuart Gibb, Tom Hansen, and Zychorex. And listen, I also have to say a very Merry Christmas to my awesome PayPals. I know I always save you guys to the end, but that is because the PayPal is not as well organized as the Patreon is. And so I have to put all the names in the little chart myself. But uh, (laughs) whenever work is involved, then things get a little crazy. So uh, Merry Christmas to Ross Bruce, the Silver Bruce. Merry Christmas to Alex Lightspeed. Go check out the album of Alex Lightspeed. Merry Christmas to Aka. Merry Christmas to Brian West, Austin Whetstone, Marcus Nord, Jimmy Groon. Merry Christmas to the Rosconian and Brandon Morin and Digital Dreams. Merry Christmas to Dan Williams and Russell Nyes and Timothy Warwick and Jersey. Thank you for sending me little silly quotes. And then there's Michael Sackey. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, City Hunter, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. And look, this may be the last episode of the season. In case we do get the weather bomb and you don't hear from me until next season, uh, I want to thank you all for listening to Beyond Synth. I really do enjoy making the show and I'm going to continue doing it. I know I've talked about the upcoming changes to the show. There just came a point where, you know, I've been doing this now for almost like 10 years, and I really want to be doing more things, more, uh, I want to be making more videos, I want to be putting out more content like that, I want to be doing more things that inspire me creatively, and at the same time, I recognize that pretty much the only thing anyone cares that I do is make this podcast. And so what I want to do is just have a bit more fun in the production of this show. And so next season is going to be a lot more variety. It's going to be sillier. There will still be traditional Beyond Synth episodes of, uh, you know, me interviewing guests, but they are not going to be every episode. I've sort of been priming you all for this with the Marco playlist episodes by sort of bouncing back and forth. And next year, we're going to take that uh, to the extreme. So Marco and I will still be doing playlists, but we're going to have several different types of playlist episodes. There will be a new panel show, sort of like the family show, but with a a slightly different lineup. And the next season is really going to sound a lot more like a Grand Theft Auto radio station. That's kind of the, that's the mission statement of the show going forward. So hopefully you're on board. It is going to be different. But it's still me. I'm still producing. I'm still going to be the host for the most part. Um, but, uh, you know, we want to, I want to play a bit more. You know, after 10 years of having guests back for our yearly catch up and this sort of thing, I just want to have more of a playground for those returning guests to play in when they come back. People want to come on and play characters. People want to do all these things. And that's the kind of uh, atmosphere we're going to be going for. So, uh, Merry Christmas. I apologize, I didn't have the opportunity to record with uh, with Lucasette, but you know, sometimes uh, the schedules get uh, a little muddled, and uh, I, I just, uh, you know, I wasn't able to record with them. Or was I? Hello. <laughs> Don't listen to him, he's a trap! <laughs> <laughs>
He's got us locked in his basement and he's putting things in his bum. But, uh, alas, this episode is over, but... Uh, alas! Al- I don't know. Let what me do goal, Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, alas, alas, dear boy. Look, thou, thou is listening to Andy's Look, show. The, the point is that... Maybe we did have time to record, but that is a story for another time. Alas. You want to say Merry Christmas to these idiots before I hang up on you? Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Tune in next time to the year-end wrap-up with Look Cassette. Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you. Beyond Synth is made in partnership with your mom.